This is the Cigar Authority. I'm kind of a big deal. The authority on everything cigar. You will respect my authority. Featuring cigar liberties from every major cigar brand. We have with us Christian Aroa. Rocky Patel. Victor Vitale. Eric Hansen. Oh my God, I can't believe it. Nick Perdomo. Ladies and gentlemen, Steve Saka. Is Jesus Fuego. Joe Cusano. WWE Hall of Famer, Nikolai Volkov. It's the rock star, Pete Johnson. Jorge Padron. With your host, David Garofalo. That's me. This is the guy behind the guy behind the guy. And his friends. That's you. It's time for the Cigar Authority. Cigar Authority. Cigar Authority. The Cigar Authority. The Cigar Authority. The one and only Cigar Authority. We are the Cigar Authority. The Cigar Authority. Damn it, motherfuckers, it's the Cigar Authority. And welcome, everybody, to the first show of 2011, or is it 2011? 2011, 2011, we're going to figure that out this week. We also have personal trainer Tim Pierce from Fit True joining us live to see what can be done about this mess you have in front of you. Cigar Aficionado's Top 25 came out, and we'll take a look at... Uh, what they think the best cigar is, and we're going to beat them up a bit. We have cigar news, cigars events, and we'll take a look back at hot sellers of last year and what's hot and what's not for 2011. This week on TCA, the Cigar Authority. Is that our new nickname, or the I TCA? Don't I don't know. Anyway, joining us, Mr. Jonathan and Chuck Morrison. What's up, Hi, guys? guys. Happy New Year. Hey, check out what uh, the top of my headset says now for the New Year. It says Mr. Jonathan. It doesn't say guest or uh, co-host or any of that nonsense covered that right up there we go and uh we have a producer um is uh paul out there um back in the studio we are live at two guys smoke shop in salem new hampshire we do it live at a cigar store each and every week we have to do that because there's no smoking anywhere we can't go back to a studio and smoke because it's illegal so uh, we have to do this at a cigar store. The last bastion of freedom left in the country is the cigar store. So we are today live at Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire. Take Route 93 up to Exit 1. Take a right on Route 28. We're just one mile down on the right. And you can come and see this mess live if you like or just listen on. We are right now currently being played on WWZN. That's... 1510 The Zone in Boston, WGHM 900 The Game in Nashua, New Hampshire, WARL, that's Positive Energy in Providence, Rhode Island, in WGAM 1250 ESPN Radio in Manchester, New Hampshire. Also streaming live and watching across the globe on Ustream.tv and podcasted for your downloading convenience on Podbean.com and on demand on the CigarAuthority.com. And, uh, okay. Not, not yeah. that you didn't do a wonderful job with just about everything on there. Okay. But even me. though on their website it says 1510 The Zone, they would like us to say The Revolution Boston. The Revolution. That's right. That's their new name, but they haven't so fixed it yet on their site. That way you don't get the email saying you messed up again. That's right. It's AM 1510 The Revolution in it would Boston. Be, it would be nice if you guys fixed it on your own website, but, you know, we'll say The Revolution for you. We'll do it for you anyway. So, anyway, let's get started with smoking. We'll start that off. And oh, is that what we're here for? We're here. And this week we are going to smoke Fleur de Lorraine. Fleur de Lorraine. You know, that sounds like the guy in the commercial. She came from the streets of Paris. <laughs> It's a great commercial. If you don't check out our commercials, they're actually more entertaining than the show itself. We spent so much time on the commercials. It was like six hours. 
to make six commercials. Okay, we're opening a brand new box. These are uncellophane cigars. And the aroma of a fresh box of cigars is better than when you were a kid in a fresh box of crayons. Uh, There's nothing better than a fresh box of cigars for an adult. I'll tell you right now. This reminds me of the show that no one knows stuff that goes on behind the scenes that's a little different and goofy, but it was Chuck's first show as producer. Thank you. We were yeah. having trouble with the Ustream. It kept crashing. Uh, we were That was the week that we were not live on the uh, the radio show on the station itself. So we had to keep doing the show open, and you must have said fresh boxes of oh, cigars yes, like six yes. times. <laughs> and, and then I said, Groundhog Day. Yeah, each, each time it gets funnier and funnier instead of more irritating and more irritating. I mean, Bro. there was nothing we could do. The computer was crashing. Okay, this is Floyd Lorraine. Um, this is a cigar. I've really got some information on this. Uh, she came from the streets of Patty. That's right. Uh, made in Nicaragua. Under the watchful eyes of the folks from Alec Bradley, comes in four sizes, all in natural and Maduro. The price range ranges from $5.80 to $7.50. The size we're smoking right now is the Quatre, no, is the Quatre, Q-U-A-T-R-E? Quatre. It's a silent R-E, it's Quatre. It's Quatre, okay, whatever this is. From the streets of Paris, it's in French. Yeah. Four, five, six, seven is what they have in here. And uh, using uh, today is our lighter and cutter brought to us by Calibri. And we're going to use the Calibri slice, it's called. Nice. $58 cutter, nice cutter, guaranteed for two years. And the Calibri Empire. This is a $65 single jet flame for a pinpoint accurate light. Which is silly that they market it as pinpoint accurate because the cigar is giant compared to the flame. But I actually prefer the single flame over the triple flame because... Hmm. Pinpoint accuracy. No, it's nothing to do with that. No? It's because the fuel lasts longer in the lighter. You it don't sure, waste as much. That's right. It sure does. So, um, yeah, you were asking before, is this a lifetime warranty? And the answer is no. If They have a two-year warranty on Calibri. But, folks, you know you're going to lose it before two years anyway. So it's, it's your lifetime anyway. It's two, <laughs> you're going to lose it. Guys lose their lighters. So I'm, uh, I'm seeing one of my, my good friends, Renzo. He's been on the show with us before. Yeah. He's out in the audience, and he sold me some of this salt. It's called Magic Salt. Yes. The, you huh. put this stuff on your driveway before it snows. Gone. You don't shovel. Really? And I didn't believe it. But just because he's a good guy, an honest guy, I like him. I was like, I'm just going to buy a couple of uh, barrels of it, and I get them home, and I spread the stuff down, and I haven't shoveled since. It's awesome. Really? I'm not kidding. It's this magic. stuff is its literally... You, you use this too, Dave. It's magic salt. It's right. literally I'm magic. I'm in. Okay. You guys are all... I, I learn something new every single time on this show. Here Love it. There's, there's new stuff out there all the time. Stuff's awesome, really. So this cigar comes in natural and Maduro, and uh, what do you got so far? How do you like it? Let me tell you a little about it. Ecuadorian wrapper, Nicaraguan binder, Dominican and Honduran and Nicaraguan filler. Makes it a five-tobacco blend. They call it medium to full-bodied, full flavor. Well, I'm getting some flavor. I don't, like, I don't like to make a decision right off the bat. I like to give it about an inch. Okay. I'll tell you, uh, I've had the cigar before. I'm going to name a couple of things I taste off right off the bat. For those folks that are listening in, this is a two-hour radio show about the finer things in life, including cigars. We're not going to just talk about cigars, now, if but including cigars. If you're like me and you're prone to the power of suggestion, you want to block your ears right now because as soon as he says something, you'll say celery, and you're going to be like, oh, my God, I'm tasting celery. So I'm blocking my ears. You don't want me to tell you. 
No, I do want you to tell us. Go ahead, tell us. And blocking our ears with the headphones <laughs> on it would actually make it louder. <laughs> no, I have a distinct taste in the cigar all the time. I've had the cigar a few different times already, and there's always a distinct taste to me, and it's raisins. It's warm raisins. Oh, my. As you're saying that, I could feel the warm raisins developing on my palate. It's always the same. Wow. Hmm. So that's what I get out of the natural. They make a Maduro, and the Maduro is very different than the natural one, but a warm raisiny taste, buttery toast. Say buttery toast with warm raisin spread. There's what you got right there. And there's a Mr. Jonathan analogy of... Of, of a, beat me to the punch. I don't know if I like the way the New Year's shaping right. up already. <laughs> I've had the cigar many, many times already. I like it. So, you know, that's that's what I got out of it anyway. Um, the cigar is a, a good, good value out there at $5.79 all the way to six fifty. So it's actually a good deal, I think, and it's a good cigar, and it's a good way to start the new year. So happy new year to you guys. How was Christmas? How was the new year? What did you get for Christmas? We had the last two weeks where we tape delay because it was Christmas and New Year's Day, so we obviously didn't show up. But my uh, my wife overheard me saying, I, "I'm into swing dancing. I run a swing dance. I teach swing dancing, and You're I'm always I'm a swinger. I'm always trying to make my feet move faster and be more accurate." So I um, I saw I was watching Big, and I saw the piano that they play the, yeah, yeah, the, yeah. the tune on. And I'm like, that would make my feet better. I could learn how to play the piano. I could take piano lessons with my feet. She calls me an idiot. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. What does she give me for Christmas? Really? The foot piano. Really? It's awesome. So you set it up in the house? I have. I, in this coming week, I have my first piano lesson, and I cannot wait to show up with the piano because the piano teacher thinks that, that she's just teaching me piano. I'm going to show up with the foot piano, and that's how the lesson so has to be. Even if you were going to the piano teacher's place... You're not bringing the piano with you. Right. In this case, I am bringing it because I want to learn how to play piano with my feet. I don't want to learn with my hands. Wow. This is different. Yeah. This is something for YouTube. It would be for YouTube. Yeah. Huh? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the manly way to play piano. Really? Really? Hey, did you get anything good for Christmas? I got the iPad. That was the big okay. gift. Yeah. That was the big gift of the year, they say. That's right. The iPad was the big thing. And I got a new Flobie after 20 years. Did you really? I have a new Flobie. I have not used it yet, but a new one. There's nothing wrong with the old one. 20 years? Huh? What do you think of my haircut? It's perfect. Perfect. It's perfect every time. The Floby, just it's just marketed incorrectly. I didn't realize they still were selling the Floby. That's good to know, Dave. It's, it's, it's a bad marketing thing. It's a great product that was never marketed correctly. I wish I could buy, buy it. I was just going to say buy it. Buy Dave. it and, and turn it around because it's a great product out there. It's the biggest joke in the, in the industry, of, in the industry, in, the, in, in anything. Everybody talks. It's a, hey, who cut your hair? I cut my own. I use the Floby. Ha, ha, ha. Really? Yeah, really. It's good. So anyway, that's that. So it's uh, it's 2011 right now, or 2011. What are we going to go with? 2011. I just go with 11. 11. I've actually had a couple people thinking I was making appointments for 11 in the morning or 11. That's at night why you because, can't go with 11. And, but I, and, and I mean, was, 99. I just said 99. And 98, it's 98. Or if I was referring back to those years, I'd say back in 98. Blah that's blah true. blah. Back I graduated in 97. Party like it's 1999 though. 1999. Yeah, you would say like June 11th, 1998. You wouldn't say June 11th, 98. Or you wouldn't say June 11th, 1999. Right, right. So I think it's got to be 9, It's got to be 2011. That's why I, yeah. 
Okay, you that's guys, my logic. That's it. We're going since 2011. Guys, since you guys go 2011, I'm going to do 11. Still. Where's the bell? Where's the bell? <laughs> yes. 2011. Nah, it's too much. It's an extra, extra word or something. And us New Englanders, we don't even pronounce certain letters, so never mind extra <laughs> words. So we'll get out of that. All right, this day in history, as we enjoy this fine cigar, are you getting good taste out of it? I am. The raisin thing is stuck in my head now, though. There's, there's no doubt so about I'm it. I'm going to have to go a little deeper. It's raisiny. It's a little sweet. It's a little buttery. Uh, today is January 8th, the eighth day of the year. There's 358 more days and only 351 days till Christmas. Why are we talking about Christmas? Three, Christmas is the best time of year. Unbelievable. And it's all over. I it's already, only 350 days away. I hated this segment from the beginning, and now it's worse because you kept Christmas in into the new year. That's right. We're starting all over again. In, 19, in 1790, George Washington delivers the first State of the Union address in New York City. Huh. This day, 1790. In 1835, the United Nations debuts its zero for the first in only one time. What does Hang that mean? Hang on a second. It's the United States national debt. Oh, oh. <laughs> Zero for the what am I reading? Who wrote this crap? You wrote oh, it. it was me. I thought you were the head writer here. Did what you was, say you I have were the head delegate. Writer? I have to delegate. You said you were the head writer It's, uh, it's going to say head writer on my headset about three months from okay, now when so I get myself another Read that promotion. again. Read that again. In 1835, the United, the United States national debt was zero. That's much better. For the first and only time ever. 170-something years ago? That's right. Wow. It'll never happen again. And isn't it supposed to always be zero? We're supposed to balance the budget and we're supposed to get to zero. The last time it happened was 170 years ago. They're you failures. Know, the only real way you can balance the budget is having Republicans do everything. After you fire all the Republicans that are in there now and bring real ones in. Well, that's... That aren't faux Republicans. So imagine that. The last time the, the nation was had zero debt was this day. The only time it ever happened, this day in 1835. It's pretty amazing. And in 1867, the African-American was granted the right to vote in Washington, D.C. Not just the African-American, only the African-American man was allowed oh, to vote. Oh, that's right, because women didn't have the right to vote. So only the African-American man. Imagine that. 1959, Fidel Castro's Cuban Revolution was completed with a takeover in Santiago, Cuba. This day, 1959, so they took over. What should have happened is that tomorrow we should have been said we should be able to say Fidel Castro got a bullet right in the in the middle of his skull, taken nice? care of, and then wouldn't that be nice? We wouldn't have all the problems. Dictator murderer. Anyway, we'll get into that. Birthdays this day, 1925. It was Larry Storch was born. Do you know who Larry Storch was? Larry Storch. Agon is right from F Troop. Ring the bell. He got it right. The end of the Civil War was near when quite <laughs> accidentally a hero who sneezed abruptly seized retreat Come on, Dave. Sing along. Victory. Larry Storch's birthday from, a from uh, Aegon from F Troop. It was also in 1926 Soupy Sales' birthday. Do you remember Soupy Sales? He just recently passed away, actually. Just uh, yeah, last year. He died. So Soupy Sales' birthday, 1926. And one of your favorites, Elvis Presley. Number two in my book. Was born today, 1935. Oh, nice choice right there. Well, bless my soul, what's wrong with me? 
can't go wrong with All Shook Up. No. I'll tell you, it doesn't matter what the age of the party is. I can play this at a sixth grade dance. The kids would get up and dance. Really? Very infectious groove right there. I'm All Shook Up. Died 1977, so Elvis Presley today would be uh, 1935. Do the math. 11, really a math six. 76. I count to 32 wow. for a so living. He'd probably be dead anyway because I don't think he was a cigar smoker. Uh, 1938, Bob Eubanks was born. Bob Eubanks. Who's Bob Eubanks? TV guy did a show. The newlywed game. <laughs> Remember when they used to make Whoopi? They, they made Whoopi. It was because they couldn't say they were doing doing the nasty. They made Whoopi. Right? Bob Ugate's birthday, 1938. Wasn't still there, around. There was like a, a thing. I, I saw this on uh, some TV show, like expose thing, where he says to somebody, what's the oddest place you've ever made Whoopi? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the girl says, in the butt. And <laughs> the place, they have to cut it. It never makes it to live radio. They have to cut it so the, the home audience sees everybody laughing hysterically, and they can only allude to what she said. Oh, okay. They weren't allowed to say that on the uh, on the TV. Oh, there we go. That was uh, Bob Eubanks, and he's still around with us, 1938. It is English musician David Bowie's birthday today, 1947. Name the tune before he says it. I well, know this. This is your era. Let's dance. Yeah. 16 beats a minute. Perfect. Okay. Nailed that. There we go. <laughs> and uh, R. Kelly, American singer, 1967. He's a young dude. R. Kelly. What did he do? He sang, uh, well, a bunch of songs. He made it on the top 40 a bunch of times, but he was uh, on the soundtrack for Ali. That's where I got this song. And I actually use this song when I'm going into a gig that I'm nervous about doing. To hypnotize myself into being the world's greatest DJ. It always kind of calms my nerves and okay. takes me to the next level. Didn't he do something like oh, yeah. something bad? Yes. He got caught with like a 14-year-old girl or something more than once. Urination. Some urination thing, right? What do you got? Oh, yeah. There was a video. Oh. Because <laughs> you'd know about this, Mike. No, I so yeah. There was some video. He gets caught with a 14-year-old girl, and there's some sort of golden shower kind of activity going on. Golden showers bring May flowers. So I'm, that I'm sure it's golden showers that bring May flowers. All right, and uh, here's a hero of mine that died today in 2002. A guy that I live up to. He's a, an important part of my of my life. And in uh, this day in 2002, Dave Thomas died. You know oh. who Dave Thomas is Wendy's. Wendy's hamburgers. He died today. Born in 1932. A genius. Did, did you that, looked up to him, huh? Like, uh... I did, well, I love his burgers. I think he makes the best burgers, which is going to take us to uh, later on. We're going to have a physical fitness guy. Yeah, I was going to say, man. It's going to say, <laughs> you, you obviously have the wrong guys you're looking up to. That's one of my problems. Cigar makers and uh, guys that invent burger chains. So it's... I can't wait to hear about your resolutions, by the way. I don't know what to do for resolutions. I don't. One thing is, I'm going to stop looking at email every five minutes. Yeah, good luck. I'm going to try to do it maybe two times a day or something. That's a good one, actually. 
So That's... thank God I got um, text messaging, which just you, what, you, got, you got the iPhone, you got the <laughs> iPad. <laughs> what am I going to do? I need help. Oh, my God. I, my problem is on Facebook, you get the little red numbers at the top. So I'll be in the middle of creating an event on Facebook, and the numbers are there. And I actually have to open another window. So I can have two Facebooks open oh my God. so I can look at what the number said and have my regular Facebook going while I'm creating the event. Because as soon as the number hits, I have to know what someone liked or what someone said or whatever. Yeah, 2,600 friends, it's, it's impossible to not have a second where there's a red number popping up. Do you have more friends than me still? 2,600? Oh, yeah, by 400. By 400? Easily. Wow. i got to get on that. Folks, all three years that are listening to the show, <laughs> David Garofalo on Facebook, G-A-R-O-F-A-L-O. I'm going to get four more four more up than you anyway all right so uh, when we come back we got to take a break but when we come back we are going to uh deal with cigar aficionados top 25 cigars of the year i noticed you use the word deal with because that's exactly i took a look at the list it's pathetic oh we're gonna rip we it are apart. going to deal with this we're gonna rip it apart and also later on it's tim pierce and he's going to talk to us about getting healthy and uh he's going to do that without stopping cigar smoking i hope anyway that and a lot more what's hot and what's not right now you're listening to the cigar Authority on the Cigar Authority Radio Network. Be right back. White Birch Brewing is the home of finely crafted small batch beers. My friend, owner and operator Bill Herlicka's goal is to brew great beer for the beer enthusiast. Let me tell you from experience, folks, this guy is all about quality. White Birch Brewing is a two-barrel brewery located in Hookset, New Hampshire. That takes an artisan approach to brewing. Bill releases unique interpretations of Belgian styles, barley wines, imperial stouts, and wild ales. Each batch is bottle conditioned and aged at the brewery. It's a slow process, but one they wouldn't trade for anything. Ask your local retailer for White Birch beers or... Go to whitebirchbrewing.com. Our friends at White Birch Brewing are as passionate about beer as the Cigar Authority is about... Food? No. Cigars. Cigars. Yeah, that makes sense. There's a patch of land in Cuba located exactly at the latitude and longitude of 22 degrees north by 83 degrees west, where you will find Hacienda El Corojo, a plantation that once grew the best tobacco in all of the world. Today, these fields are not producers of tobacco any longer, but the seeds from their prize-winning plants still exist today. 2283 is a cigar brand that uses authentic El Corojo seed in its entire five-country blend. Nicaraguan, Honduran. Dominican El Corojo filler, certified Costa Rican Corojo binder, and finished off with lush, oily, Brazilian El Corojo seed wrapper, all from the seeds of the mother plants. 2283 come uncellophaned in wheels of 20, white tissue wrapped in bundles, and then safely placed in cedar cabinet boxes. Find out what's missing in today's cigars. It's El Corojo. 2283 has it certified. One taste, and you'll understand the old flavor you've been longing for. It's back, and it's 2283. Born of cold Russian winters, the wheat of hammer and sickle is hand cleared in the Black Earth region, then dry shipped to the distillery, where masters of the craft distill and filter hammer and sickle six times, transforming the harvest into a smooth, super premium vodka worthy of its Russian heritage. Hammer and Sickle, super premium vodka, Russian reborn. 40% alcohol by volume, imported by Clean Spirits, LLC, Massachusetts. Please enjoy responsibly. Confucius, 
Chinese philosopher teachings have gone from the golden rules to fortune cookies. Confucius say, what you do not wish for yourself, you do not do to others. Confucius say, knowledge is recognizing what you know and what you don't. Profound, maybe 200 years ago, but today it's our pleasure to bring you Zing. Zing, spelled X-I-N-G, is a whole new smoking sensation. Zing Cigars not only shares medium-bodied, rich flavor from its deep, dark wrapper, but it's the deep, dark wisdom from the back of each of its cigar bands. Zing say, men who go to bed with itchy bum wake up with a smelly finger. Way better than any Chinese fortune cookie and way better tasting. And just like Chinese food, shortly after you've had it, you'll love to have another. Zing, it's what some call the modern day fortune cookie. A great cigar with a little something extra. A little fun and a whole lot of flavor. Zing. One hug, two kisses, and my It's the Coochie Girl, baby. <laughs> hey, we're back. This is the Cigar Authority. If you're listening for the first time, a two-hour radio show about the finer things in life, including, and most importantly, premium cigars. Nice tune, huh? Who's yeah. this? That's uh, Bill something. Bill something. I just found the song, and I put it on. I discovered it and put it right in. That's what you do. I, that is what I do. Anyway, so, welcome, everybody. What while we- you're watching the show, people are listening to us on the radio. If you ever happen to be at home, uh, which I know AM radio stations, sometimes the signal goes in and out. If you're at home or you're near a place where there's a computer, you can watch us online. And we have a chat box, and there's conversations going on. CigarAuthority.com. CigarAuthority.com. Uh, there's conversations that go on in the chat box, and I happen to notice my good friend Don Daigle, who owns Daigle Pool and Spas, oh, is on there. And so I just wanted to give him a quick plug. Don, thank you for watching with your boys. He also watched my webcast this week, Webcast Wednesdays. Oh, he's one of the three. He's one of the three. Actually, I set a new record, uh, which I, I'm dying to tell you guys the story. I set a new record on my show of 40 viewers at once, and there were 127 viewers this that checked in for the two hours. This is a show of you being just playing a, an actual disc jockey show of me playing whatever I want to play. Okay. Uh, people can make requests in the chat box, but then once I play the request, I go back to what I want. And then uh, it's always a fun internet party. Very similar to the Cigar Authority, but only one cigar for the two hours. And not a lot of talking. No, mostly, almost no talking, yeah. Almost no talking. I've, I've caught it a few times, and sometimes you'll play some old songs for me. When I see you're on there, yeah, I take care of you. <laughs> I've done that. There's a lot of house stuff. Or yeah, a lot of house music. Yeah. So I'm not, a, uh, I'm not a big fan of New Year's resolutions. I try, if I need to make a resolution, I make it in the middle of the year. Whatever I have to do to make myself better, I do it immediately. Okay. This year, I have a New Year's story, though. Okay. So I'm I'm driving home from a wedding that I DJed New Year's Eve. I had one or two drinks. I was by no means over the legal limit or any of that stuff. Uh, And I'm the only person on the road at 2 o'clock in the morning. I get pulled over for not using my directional shifting lanes as the only car. I don't know how he saw it, whatever. I couldn't see where he was. So I get pulled over. The cop takes forever to come up to my car. Mm-hmm. So I'm listening to my podcast. You have to use a directional. Yes. No, no matter what? No matter what. Yeah, apparently no matter right. what. Okay. So I, uh, I'm listening to my podcast. He comes up and scares the crap out of me, knocking on the window with his flashlight. So I roll the window down. I hadn't even turned the radio down. And he hears me talking on the radio as he's saying license registration. 
And he goes, hey. What, on this show? No, no, I was listening to my podcast okay. on my, my Wednesday mix show. So he goes, hey, that sounds like Mr. Jonathan. And I'm like, that is Mr. Jonathan. Like, completely baffled. I don't know what's going on. Is someone playing a prank on me? And he says, I'm his biggest fan. I listen to Webcast Wednesdays. Every Wednesday this guy's, night. What? First off, he comes to your car and you don't turn the radio down and you leave it up. I was freaked out. He scared me. I rolled the window down immediately because he scared the bejesus out of me. Okay. So now we're no longer talking about my ticket or license or registration. Now he is a high school girl who's a fan of, of you. me. <laughs> so I'm like, you're not going to believe this, but I am Mr. Jonathan. And he's like, get the heck out of here. And I'm like, no, really. So did he I'm, really say heck? No, he said no. something else, but yeah. I'm, you guys yelled at me. I'm not allowed to say that stuff on the radio. That's so right. I reach over, and I grab a business card. I hand him the card, and he goes, flashlight on the card, flashlight on Mr. Jonathan, back to the card, back to me. And he's like, wow, I am your biggest fan. And I'm like, this is the most messed up thing that's ever happened to me. So he sends me on my way, and he actually asked if he could keep my business card. This is New Hampshire? This is, I was in Beverly, Mass. Beverly State Trooper. No kidding. Yeah. That's cool. And obviously no ticket. No Which is even cooler. Way better. I yeah. get, I get off better. because I'm a celebrity. He's making mountains Ish. move. He is, baby. You have New Year's resolutions? I got a lot of them, Dave. Really? Yeah, too many to list. Uh, yeah, a lot, a lot. Nothing. Never being late. Uh, Good. I like that one. No cigarettes. That's it. You're off them. Yep. Did you light a cigar just now? I, yeah. That's the flow of the rain, man. It's okay. I, I, I'm tasting raisins and... Uh... <laughs> now, now you can really taste it because you don't yeah. get those awful it, cigarettes. It's true. Blocking your taste palate. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. All right, so how many days has it been? Six. Of the year? Six. How do you feel? Awesome. Yeah? Very, yeah, very good. You're I can actually smell out? things again. and You're not freaking out? No, no. First couple days, big no, time. No but... patch, no, no, uh, no, no, no nicotine no, gum. No, and no, that's, none of that. You're that's not going to get the nicotine out of the cigar. You're not going to get any of that. That's so pr- you, Thank God. That's why okay. I like cigars, if, yeah. If you're looking for it, you know, a lot of people say, I'm going to switch from cigarettes to cigars, no. and they try, try it, and they say, it doesn't work. No, it doesn't work. I learned that from you, and thank God, by the way. Thank God. That's that's a that's a benefit. That's that's a good thing. Okay. Yeah. If you're looking for for cigarette smokers, you're looking for the nicotine on cigars. It's it's one percent. You're not going to get it. It's hardly even there. There's lots more and things you eat and drink than uh, you're getting out of a cigar. So there's not a good nicotine content. Um, but there's good taste. You there's can taste taste. it. Yeah. So anyway. Cigar aficionado every year, not every year, they've done it for about three or four years, have come out with the top 25 cigars of the year. I have come out with the cigar of the year since 1992. But for the last few years, they have come out with the top 25. It's a lot. So there's a lot of them. Saturation. And I'd like to do it backwards, but I'm not going to do it backwards because... The, the problem starts right at the beginning. <laughs> so let, let's talk about this top 25. All right, kick back. I'm not going to do a lot of talking on this one because I can tell he's passionate. It, it's so wrong is what it is. <laughs> and uh, I don't know. We'll, we'll get into the why they got to this anyway. But the, the number one cigar of the year they chose, of all cigars that came out this year or have been out for a long time, is the Cohiba Bihiki which is a four-and-three-quarters by 54 Cuban cigar Mm. made for the English market, okay? And they call it the year of the Cuban cigar. The cigar, first off, is between $45 and $100, depending on where you get the cigar. $45 on the low end, 28 pounds. $45 U.S. dollars to $100 a piece. 
and you can't even get the cigar to begin with. And how could this be the cigar of the year when it's unavailable, it's so overpriced, and I'll tell you, I've smoked everything. I've smoked a cigar. Yeah. It's a good $10 cigar. It's a $45 unavailable cigar. Is absolutely ridiculous. Is it only $45 because of the law of supply and demand? Well, first off... I'm trying to think why they would do such a thing. And, you know, they're obviously not consumer reports. They're, they're a magazine that sells advertising. Right. And, you know, maybe it's about that. Well, Fidel Castro, who owns this brand, the Cuban dictator who owns the country of Cuba. Right. Communist Fidel Castro does not buy advertising. So it's not for that. Now, what other reason could What's it possibly the motive? What is the motive? Right. I, I like to, you know, follow the money, you would think, yes, right? Yes. So the answer is not follow the money. And I'm trying to figure out why they would do such a thing. And I'm, this is just that number one, and I can go on for the whole two-hour show <laughs> on number one. But let's move on to number two. Number two is Vieja Aura Reserve VOR number five, $10.80 cigar. We haven't mentioned the cigar on the show. The reason why we haven't mentioned the cigar on the show is this show is only about, what are we, eight months old? Yep. This cigar came out over a year ago. They only made 150 boxes ever what? over a year ago. First off, Cigar Aficionado, to rate a cigar, su supposedly the cigar has to be in 200 stores. If they only made 150 boxes, they would have to split up the boxes, and each store would get less than a box of cigars. It doesn't make any sense. You can't buy the cigar. It, it's, it came out once. I've never even smoked a cigar. That exact cigar, they come out with a lot of short releases. That exact one, I never even smoked it. Hmm. Maybe it's a great cigar. It probably is. Uh, I know the factory that makes the cigars, and they make great cigars there, but they only made 150 cigars. It is a Honduran cigar, and it's the number two cigar of the year, according to them. It makes no sense at all, and we still have nothing to try in the store because you can't get it. That's okay. So that's number two. Moving on to number three. Opus X Triple X Bellicoso, better known as the Power Ranger, the X to the Third Power, and it has all these other funky names the that they call blaster. it. The Tongue Blaster. It is taste a, remover. Right. It's another ten dollar plus cigar. You can actually blow the smoke from that and remove paint from like old chairs. It's, it is <laughs> a full body cigar. Chairs. It's a full body nice cigar. It comes out once a year. A typical store gets a box. Not every store gets a box. And it's another un. You can't buy it. It deoxidizes metal. You can actually turn rust back into metal by just rubbing the cigar on. It's that powerful. So there we go, one, two, and three. Moving on to number four is the Padron number 45 Natural. Great cigar. The number 45 Maduro was the cigar of the year, according to them, last year. So now they just take the, the natural wrapper and they put that in. A cigar that's available, $25 cigar, and... So far, one, two, three, four is a Cuban cigar, a Honduran cigar, a Dominican cigar, and a natural, and a, and a Nicaraguan cigar. And this is the year of the Cuban cigar. No, we've 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 gone through every country that produces cigars so far, and they've given a little something to every single person. Moving on to number five is the cigar we're going to smoke next. It's a cigar that's been out for eleven years, on our shelves. Nice cigar. It's the Camacho Corojo Churchill, $6.85, a real good value cigar, a full-bodied cigar, because, frankly, every cigar that they have on here is a full-bodied cigar because somebody lost their taste buds. They cannot taste milder cigars there. They never would give it a good rating and stuff, and they say they're tasteless, and that's because the tasters have no taste. Mm. 
Not because the cigar has no taste, because there's plenty of taste in all cigars. As far as I'm concerned, I can taste them. Absolutely. But they have to go to full-body cigars, so they give the Camacho, Corojo, Churchill, fine cigar. It's had its ups and downs over the year, but fine cigar, but it's been out for 11 years. This when is they, the 2010 cigar of the year. When they make references to things like leather, I think what they're tasting is their own tongue. <laughs> right. Right, I'm going to go with it. Moving on to number six, La Roma de Cuba, Mia Moore. Now, we did the Mia Moore tasting. Yeah. We're believers. We like the cigar. I think you got the first cigar or the best buy. It's it's a $7.50 cigar. But at I number mean, six. At, at number six, there's a Honduran again. So you got three Hondurans, a Nicaraguan, a Dominican, and a Cuban for the, quote, year, year of, of the Cuban. Cuban cigar, according to them. Moving on, Elysion Epony, $11.20, another Honduran. Looks like Hondurans are making a big comeback this year. Uh, last year was the Nicaraguans. This year's it's the Hondurans by far, although it is the year of the Cuban cigar. Moving on, E.P. Carrillo. Yeah. We had Ernesto on ourselves. We, we uh, think his cigar is great. The problem is they chose the Limitada 2010, the limited release, the one-time release, as the cigar of the year number eight. It makes no sense. Moving on, number nine, we get a Cuban again. H. Upman Torpedo, number two. Wow. Cigar sells for 17 pounds, which is 26 U.S. dollars, and that's the number nine. And number 10, La Flor Dominicana, Airbender Chisel. Now, Lito Gomez, who makes La Flor Dominicana, <laughs> makes good cigars. I don't want to rip them apart, but there's a cigar. I smoked once, and I will never smoke again. Wow. It is so full-bodied that it's so strong that it just overpowers any, any taste you have, and that's their number 10 choice. You'd have to eat probably two or three very heavy Italian meals to be able to have enough stuff in your stomach to be able to handle it. I smoked that cigar once, and I said, well, I did it because I want to smoke everything once. I smoked it once. I said, I'll never smoke the cigar again. And Probably it's we're a, done it's smoking a, for the day. That's after it. That. It's over. And, and it's a fine cigar, well done, you know, perfect uh, um, construction, burned well, tasted very, very strong, but you could tell it was, you know, aged tobacco and it was very good, but so overpoweringly strong that uh, it's just ridiculous. It, it, it's, it's a cigar, I believe, that they put out and said, let's see how strong we can possibly make it and forget about everything else. You know, and, and, and that's how I feel about the, the Fleur Dominicana Airbender Chisel. Now, there's the Fleur Dominicana Chisel, which is very full-bodied, too full-bodied for me, but too full-bodied. And then the Airbender, which is a good, good cigar, Kind of heavy. They put these two together and they made like a, a rocket ship or something. You know, here, you're not going to be able to smoke this, I bet. And that's what they put together for that. So anyway, this is our top 10. Uh, and looking at the whole top 25, you got three Cubans in the top 25. You got 10 Nicaraguans. You got six Hondurans and six Dominicans. So the worst one was the Cubans, and that's what they call the... Um, year of the Cuban cigar. I don't get it. Well, in that case, then this would be up here in New England. This would be the year of the weatherman because he hasn't had any predictions right yet. So I'll tell you. Obviously, it's the year of him. They have never been so bad. I mean, they're getting about 20% right. That's 80% wrong. I want to start a website, and the gist of the website will be whatever the weatherman says, I'm going to say the opposite and so I can be right 80% of the time. That's right. You'll be 80% right. I'll make millions. They did one thing before with uh, stock analysis, big stock companies and stuff that picked the, the best stocks of the year. And then they got a chimpanzee. 
and they had the chimpanzee picket, and the chimpanzee <laughs> outdid these very educated stock analysis guys and stuff. So that's just take, take, you know, taking a shot, in other words. This is a little of the, you know, I hate to beat up Cigar Aficionado, and I thank Cigar Aficionado for doing a lot for this industry. They put out a classy magazine that, that put cigars forefront into the nation and stuff, but I think they got this kind of wrong this year. I mean, they, I don't understand the logic behind what they have here. And as I move on into it, um, they, they kind of gave a little bit to, to a lot of different companies. And, you know, it was a little carrot for all the companies. My feeling is... Stay advertising with us, type of feel, and we're sure, going to give you a little they're something. They're becoming cigar ads, aficionado. Cigar if, ad aficionado, yeah. <laughs> well said. Number seventeen, they kind of got that right. That's Brick House. Yeah, they gave is number seventeen this year. I personally picked them last year as number one. I think they're a year behind on it, but they got it anyway. But a lot of the stuff is, is limited releases and hard to get things. And, you know, maybe that's part of the thing. I don't know. I'm trying to figure out what is the reasoning behind why they would do such a thing and, you know, how, how do other f people feel about it. But people take some of the stuff that's in print as gospel. This is the real deal. This is obviously the best cigar of the year because these people said it or whatever. Where we are the cigar authority. You know you who's know? copying us <laughs> now, by the way? The Weather Channel has jumped on top of this authority thing, and now they, they want to be the authority on weather. They the are is, the opposite of the authority on weather. <laughs> they are always wrong, whereas we are always right. Really, if you're going to be an authority on a subject, you want to be right about it. Most of the time, anyway. That's right. At least 51% of the time. <laughs> the Weather Channel, <laughs> no. oh, my God. The Weather Channel works directly for the food stores, for the grocery stores. I, I fully agree with or that. The, or the milk for milk. There's a syndicate going on. There, there's something going on because... Bottled water. Right. That's something you want to buy stock on as soon as the weatherman says there's a... Uh, there's going to be a storm. So when you don't, you're, you're a vegetarian and you don't drink milk and stuff. When, what do you do? Go buy water? What do you buy? When, I'm, I don't buy into anything. If, yeah, yeah. if I really was that hard up, I, I have a manual pump. I can pump water out of my well, and uh, that's where I'd get my water. But you don't run to the grocery store and, Never. and let me pile up on that. Uh, when we the, had the ice storm, what was it two years ago now? And the power was out for a week or whatever. I, I cooked with my wood stove, and I had... Uh, yeah. I had the doors open and stuff, and I just had that thing cranking, and I got the house up to temperature, no problem. No problem. I actually, in the basement, I burned a couple of candles and kept the, do the basement door closed and used the front door so that the candles would just keep enough heat in the basement to a keep A candle? A couple of candles, yeah. Really? It's actually a life-saving strategy. If you're ever in a car, you should have a candle in your glove box because the heat from one candle will keep you from going into hypothermia. That's good information. You, you want to crack the window a little bit, though, because the candle uses up the same oxygen that you breathe. So it's sort of a catch-22. Right. The information you get here in the Cigar Authority is like none other. This could save your life. Let me ask you this. During these storms and stuff, according to Walmart, what is the number one selling item in Walmart when they announce that there's going to be a terrible storm? I'm going to go with beer. Wrong. Wow. Logic well, tells me shovel, a shovel, shovels. No. Nope. Not that nobody's got anything. Water? Pop-tarts. Wow. Pop-tarts. <laughs> that says a lot of the demographic 
Well, we, about, about our country, and and we have Tim on. He, he can <laughs> so, tell us what he feels about pop tarts. Is is the number one item? Someone on the chat box said tampons. Thank you. <laughs> it's pop tarts, and it's actually cherry pop tarts or strawberry strawberry pop tarts oh, I mean, to be exact. Yeah, yeah. Well, I guess cherry pop tarts and tampons would go hand in hand. I guess, huh? No, I'll leave that alone, and uh, we'll just pay that FCC fine right now. <laughs> <laughs> so they also picked uh and do i have to talk about any of these other items uh, laurora is there casa magna ashton monte cristo Potagus, lusitania alec bradley prensado alec bradley prensado is number 20 that's the box pressed uh alec bradley the alec bradley family blend which i expected to be on the top of the list was the highest rated Cigar of the Year and Cigar Aficionado, yet it did not make their top 25. So they're actually even throwing their own ratings aside and saying they have nothing to do. Their own ratings are wrong because they didn't even put it in the top 25. You got um, Rocky Patel 15th Anniversary, uh, Oliva Series V Maduro, as I said, the Brick House is there, My Father, CAO La Traviata. That's the air. There's another tough, tough cigar to get a hold of. I think it's a good cigar for $5, um, but... You know, it's not, it's, it's back stocked, and we haven't had any for the longest time. I think they're playing that exclusivity card, you know? Yeah. They, they gotta play. be. What are they doing? But, but it helps nobody. No. Drack Daddy on the uh, chat box is saying that uh, Cigar Aficionado retests for their top 25. So they don't go by their own ratings in the magazine for the year. Okay. Which would make sense. They retest a new sample for their top 25 for the end of the year. Just as some added information, he says he knows somebody that puts together the list. So, okay, let me ask him this question. Is every cigar that's on this top 20, was it, was it tasted and rated this year? Okay, because right. I'll tell you a couple of the oddball things that are on here. Punch Grand Cru Number 2 Maduro. There's an old cigar. I mean, that cigar's got to be 15 years old. Okay. And you never hear anything of the cigar, and all of a sudden this shows up as number 13. Um, Carlos Tarano, Exodus 59. Um, another one that came out um, as a, basically a short-run type of cigar. Was, was that tasted this year? Um, he said he's going to ask uh, this guy, Greg, that helps compile the list, but uh, he really? doesn't know for sure. Boy, I would love to be part of this, and, and my, my is going to be very, very different. And I do have one every year, and it's not a top 25, but it's the Cigar of the Year. I've been doing it since 1992, and on Super Bowl Sunday, actually, uh, we'll do it the day before Super Bowl Sunday because the Pats will be in the Super Bowl, therefore we'll have to tape the show. Um, because you'll be doing the sound for the Pats, right? Hopefully, hopefully. Yeah. I actually, for the first time, I listened to the the you know I listen to the radio uh, broadcast. I'd rather listen to the radio than watch. Do you the, do the, the TV, TV broadcast or the radio broadcast? Uh, for the Pats radio. Yeah, it's okay. radio because I, for the very first time, recognized. When uh, Gil Santos does the announcements okay. at the end, oh, yeah, yeah. he says, and Chuck Morrison running the board, and I'm like, I know Chuck. <laughs> <laughs> That's my boy Chuck. I he really works for us, and on part-time, he works for the past. That's exactly right. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly right. <laughs> 
So, anyway, since hey, I'll tell you, yeah. you guys know this. There, there are there are coaches. I won't name names, but yeah. there are coaches that smoke Stogies, that smoke premium cigars, and uh, and we're gonna get them up. Hopefully, we'll get them up here and on yeah. the show, and and we'll name names because don't yeah. be ashamed that you smoke a cigar for God's sakes. A shame that you hold Dave Thomas in love, the guy that did Wendy's, and that that I go for pup tots every single time the weatherman says it's gonna snow out. But don't be ashamed you smoke a cigar. I agree. I just don't want to speak for anyone, you know. Okay. So yeah, bring bring them on. Uh, yeah. Geez, right after that they win the Super Bowl, wouldn't that be awesome? And let us put the ring on and all that stuff. Do you get a ring if they win? Uh, you get a ring? I, no. Well, I can't say that. I can't. Say you that. may get a ring. May get a ring. I got to. I got to. That would be strings. awesome. That would be awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Even if I have to pay for it, I would pay for a ring. Yeah. You know, I'll pay for a ring. Can I get a ring? Yeah. The Cigar Authority wants a Super Bowl ring. You know, I got the middleweight, heavyweight, middleweight. Uh, championship belt hanging on my wall. I you know, that? I know. I didn't earn it, I, and I'm not a middleweight, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> you haven't been a middleweight since the fourth grade. No. <laughs> <laughs> but I have the middleweight championship hanging on the wall. Is that the, how do you Boston? get it? How would you get something like that? The old-fashioned way. You buy it. <laughs> that's right. That's right. <laughs> you buy the championship. So as I said, uh, 1992. Just like the Yankees. You're right. Sorry. They buy the best teams. That's, that's right. it. That's the way it goes. Um, uh, the best cigar of the year we're going to do on the day before Super Bowl Sunday right here on the Cigar Authority. And, we'll, and we put out a contenders pack every year to say who we think the contenders are for the cigar of the year. And the contenders this year is Swag. Swag is a Dominican cigar uh, made by the Oliveros people in conjunction with the folks from La Flor Dominicana and who else? Little Wayne. You don't like Little Wayne, huh? He has no talent. First of all, he's a rap rap artist. Yeah. And he raps through an auto-tune microphone, which corrects his voice and puts it in the pitch that it needs to be. Now you're rapping. So what? you don't need to be in tune to rap. So anybody- Yet he raps through an auto-tune. He is a, a very, very large failure in my book. Oh, man. I'm especially happy that it irritated my cavey. He irritated my cavey. I don't know what How that How could means. you like that guy? He is the opposite of the man. The only good thing, the only good thing that he ever did was patent the word swag. I'll give him credit for that great business move. And now he has a cigar out, uh, which is swag. We'll get him on the show. The un- and the damn good cigar. Is, the unfortunate thing is I do actually like his cigar. And it's an all-Dominican cigar, like uh, an Opus X type of thing, reasonably priced. I think it's a great cigar and deserving. Uh, all of these cigars are deserving for the Cigar of the Year, and we'll see which one ends up coming out. So that's one of them. The other one, uh, we have seven of them here. 22 North, 83 Degrees West, which is the All Corojo Cigar. That's um, the latitude and longitude of El Corojo in Cuba, where the mother seed comes from. They made this five-tobacco blend. There's nothing like it. It has a Brazilian wrapper on it that is... Only on this particular cigar, uh, I urge you to go to a store and try this cigar because it really is something different and out there. And It's I'd- good. I, you know, we talked about this when we had the Contenders Pack on. Yeah. Remember we smoked, I think it was like 35 cigars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, That's always good. <laughs> but that was one that stood out amongst the uh, piano. Right. It's a good stick. Yeah, we yeah. all like that one. We have uh, 724, which is an old brand out of New Hampshire that was uh, in the 1800s that came out. And um, it was um, a, a local guy that has uh, put the cigar back on the market. And uh, a, a great, great cigar that's out there. Didn't show up on uh, Cigar Aficionado's Top 25. Certainly on ours. Uh, and a great cigar. Nick Sticks. 
Yeah. Now, here's something. Nick, Nick Perdomo, who's been out there for probably a dozen or so years, maybe maybe 15 years. I don't know how long. No, maybe a dozen years that Perdomo cigars have been out there. Perdomo doesn't show up not only on the top 25, but he doesn't show up on any issue of Cigar Aficionado oh, this year. Can I please, a, can yeah. I venture a guess as to why? Yeah, guess can why? Can I throw one out? Because the cigars must be terrible? Well, could it be that he doesn't buy advertising? No advertising. Bam. Okay. You know what so, his advertising so, is? So whoever that was that was on there that said that, I want to know why a, a cigar like Nick Sticks doesn't even show up as the best value for $4. A, a long-filled handmade cigar at $4 doesn't even show up at the best value. A guy that took the cigar and actually lowered the price this year because the That's economy That's his advertising was right there. And it, we chose his Toro Maduro as one of the best yeah. cigars of the year. And Cigar Aficionado not only doesn't put it on their top 25, but nothing at all for the whole year. So moving along, um, EPC, uh, which is the regular EP Carrillo, um, not the one that you can't get, but the one you can get. Great cigar. We had both both Carrillos on. Yep. The, yep. Son, with us. Uh, father and son. Yep. So they're doing a good job. They're out there. They do make a good product. Not the one you can't buy, not the one that, that is only came out once and you can't get anymore, but the one that is available is a good runner for the Cigar of the Year. How about that, huh? Uh, am I talking crazy? <laughs> this is logical. <laughs> this is logic, right? Um, oh. a, another cigar I thought was great and I thought they got right was Alec Bradley Family Blend that they picked as the highest rated cigar of the year. We like to going in as soon as the thing came out. It got the highest rated cigar of the year. I said, they got this one right, and I truly expected it to be number one. Not only is it not number one, it's not on their top 25 at all, but it's on ours. So, I don't know. And another one out there is another $5 great cigar that, that is not very, very well known right now. Pinar Del Rio. It's a long shot, but it's the... the uh, 1978 Toro. It's a dark one with a little tur curly head on it. Yeah. We, we smoked it. It's, uh, I, I believe it's 4.95 or something like that. Um, it's a five dollar cigar. It's a great, great cigar and, and deserving for something like that to come out again. N no show on. Well, I didn't expect it actually to show on there because it's a small, small brand. But um, it's a, it's a uh, rookie of the year. I mean, this guy's it's, doing it's, some great. Is it the underdog? It's the underdog, I'd say. But it, it, it's not. It's not. Out there big time, but it will be. I mean, it's a winner, and uh, he, the guy's just getting started, and he, he went to college up here, and, uh, geez, I, I smoked that cigar. I was blown away. Huh. For, for, for that kind of money, you know, it, it's in the ranks with uh, um, Nick Sticks for a cigar to be uh, $5 and under. It's crazy. Nick Sticks is a $4 cigar. Not a Best Buy, not a nothing in Cigar Aficionado. Um, and uh, neither is Pinar Del Rio, um, coincidentally, not an advertiser either. Um, I'm going with, uh, it's an advertising thing. And um, yeah. Even if they're doing it subconsciously and they're just saying, you know, the, the people that are advertising in the show, in their magazine, those are the ones they're seeing more. Maybe they're smoking more. The reps are coming by, giving them more. And so they, they acquire a bigger taste. Well, for supposedly they got to, first off, supposedly the, the way they, they rate a cigar is they have to go into a cigar store themselves and buy the cigar. It has to be in 200 cigar stores to do it. Well... We know that a few of these things are unavailable for over a year, so they did not go into the store. And if they if they rated them the second time after they rated it high, according to whoever had said that on the blog, um, they had to go into a store again and buy the cigar. 
There's no way they could go into the store again and buy the cigar because it's not out there. Hmm. According to the owner of the company, I called the guy up and I asked him, uh, you know, can we end up getting this cigar? We missed it, obviously. And he says, that cigar only came out one time. There was only 150 boxes and it's been gone for over a year. This is not me making the story up. This is me calling the company up and saying, I missed the cigar. What happened? How did I, how did I miss a cigar like this? He says, you missed it because it was only 150 boxes and they were gone and, you know, well, you're, you are one of the few people in the country that get the cigars long before they're ever released. You're one of the, the official tasters for most of the companies. They send you the samples and say, what do you think of this? And you send it back with the information. So, well, let's call it a spade a spade. I mean, he is the largest retailer of cigars, not only in the country, but in the world. You would think maybe you'd want to put your cigar into someone's hands not, like that. Not if there was 150 boxes because there'd be no sense. I want them all. You know, if I, if I, if, you know, and I'm sure the cigar is a great, great cigar. I never smoked it, but I'm sure it's a great cigar. And if I smoked it, I'd say, wow, this is fantastic. Send me 100 boxes. And he would have said, hold on, we're only making 150. I can't do that. And it, it serves no purpose, you know. Mm -hmm. I, I don't want one box of anything. I'll smoke them myself. I'll have one box, and we'll smoke them on the show. And sure. we'll, you know, that's what we do with something that there's one box of. You see stuff in my personal humidor upstairs, and there's one of this, one of that, and there's special things, and there's no sense in selling it. There's one box. I'm going to yeah. smoke them. Yeah. You know, I got this chain-smoking habit I can't uh, <laughs> stop with. So My I mean, favorite one, I forget what cigar it was, but the, for the picture, we were getting ready to do the, the promos for the Cigar Authority, and so we took pictures of you know, headshots of each other, and I didn't have a cigar on me, so you gave me a cigar out of your humidor, so I put it in my mouth, I light it, I'm smoking it, we do the pictures, I'm sitting down, and I set it in the ashtray, and you say, what do you think of that cigar? And I'm like, eh, nah, I didn't really like it, and you're like, didn't like it, it's an $18 blah, 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 and you went on through yeah. and I'm like, oh my God, you gave me a $20 cigar, I'm going to finish smoking it even if I don't like it. There's a story with everything that's up there. One cigar I want to mention that they mention as their... Um, Best value cigar is a $5 cigar called Vulhalo. Is that the, am I saying it right? Uh, V-A-L-L-E-J-U-E-L-O. Vulhalo. Vulhalo. Well, whatever it is. Uh, I personally know the guy that makes the cigar. Uh, this is Maurice that makes the cigar from um, uh, Antonius. And um, I have not smoked a cigar. And uh, I talked with him today uh, via email, and I'm going to talk to him after the show and get some of these things. And we're going to see what they're all about. But they rate it 93. It's a $5 cigar. We love his Antonius. So let's see what this cigar is all about. And uh, he says he's got a story to tell. Maybe we can get him on the show next week and uh, talk to him about that. In the meantime, we're up on a hard break right now. When we come back, though, we're going to talk about getting healthy with personal trainer Tim Pierce and go over some big cigar events coming up in the new year. So stay tuned, everybody. You're listening to The Cigar Authority on The Cigar Authority Radio Network. Attention all business owners and entrepreneurs looking to grow your business or increase sales. Well, here's your chance to get in on the ground floor of our exclusive radio show, The Cigar Authority. 
The Cigar Authority is broadcast across four powerful radio stations throughout New England and across the globe via podcast and live video stream. Team up with the Cigar Authority Radio Network and start connecting with our vast and dynamic audience of educated consumers with disposable income. For advertising and business opportunities designed to take your business to the next level, call me, Chuck Morrison, today at 603-630-8041. That's 603-630-8041. Or send us an email at ads at thecigarauthority.com. Look, if there's one thing that's true about the Cigar Authority listeners, it's that they all enjoy the finer things in life. And that most certainly includes your product or service. True or false? You don't have to spend a lot for a great cigar. True! Well, it's not true anymore, thanks to Dos Ombre Cigars. For over 20 years now, Dos Ombre has been the best bang for your buck brand, period. And with Dos Ombre, there's something for everyone. Try the mild white-banded Dos Ombre Dominican, or the fuller-body green-banded Dos Ombre Nicaraguan, or how about the red-banded Dos Ombre Honduran, available in natural or deep dark Maduro. Now with sizes for everyone, there's something for everyone. Handmade, long-filled, premium cigars in cost-saving bundles because you can't smoke the box. Dos Ombre, the best bang for your buck premium cigar, period. Now available in flavors. Try Dos Ombre flavors for something sweet. Hi, I'm Mr. Jonathan, the owner and operator of MrJonathanIsMyDJ.com. MrJonathanIsMyDJ.com is your one-stop shop for everything DJ or sound production. We do everything from weddings to backyard barbecues, boat cruises to theme parties. Whether you are planning a small, intimate gathering or a huge 4,000-person event, we have a package to fit your needs. Shoot me an email at info at MrJonathanIsMyDJ.com or call me at 603 603- Four seven five one three nine one. That's six zero three four seven five one three nine one. The back of the box is where all the bull goes. But in this case, there's no box. It's a bundle. A bundle of Desperado cigars. As a matter of fact, there's no band, no fancy ads, no promotions, or any bull at all. Because that costs money. And Desperado cigars are about saving you money. These are not first quality cigars, not seamless, not perfect, or spectacular in any way. They are not made with tobaccos aged for 12 years, nor have they some secret fermentation process. This is second quality tobacco made in the Dominican Republic that was formed into a cigar for you to cut, light, and enjoy without breaking the bank. We think they taste pretty good for the money, they'll smoke pretty well, and they are so affordable it wouldn't kill you to hand one to a friend or two to enjoy with you. Desperado Cigars. They'll keep the bugs away and provide you with a nice, inexpensive smoke to experience for about a buck a cigar. Desperado. This is the Cigar Authority. I'm kind of a big deal. The authority on everything cigar. You will respect my authority. 
featuring cigar liberties from every major cigar brand. We have with us Christian Aroa, Rocky Patel, Victor Vitale, Eric Hansen. Oh my God, I can't believe it. Nick Perdomo. Ladies and gentlemen, Steve Saka. Is Jesus Fuego. Joe Cusano. WWE Hall of Famer, Nikolai Volkov. It's the rock star, Pete Johnson. Jorge Padron. With your host, David Garofalo. That's me. This is the guy behind the guy behind the guy. And his friends. That's you. It's time for the Cigar Authority. Cigar Authority. Cigar Authority. The Cigar Authority. The Cigar Authority. The one and only Cigar Authority. We are the Cigar Authority. The Cigar Authority. Damn it, motherfuckers, it's a Cigar Authority. And in case you're forgetting, in case you're forgetting the name of the show, the name of the show is the Cigar Authority. Welcome everybody on our number two. We really tried to get the point across on the show open. Anyway, uh, welcoming in the stations that are listening to us live right now, uh, AM 1510, The Revolution in Boston. Yeah, you got it right. There we go. 900th Game in Nashua, New Hampshire, 1320. Positive Energy in Providence, Rhode Island, and 1250. ESPN Radio in Manchester, New Hampshire. Lots of folks checking us out on Ustream.tv. Podcasted at your convenience on podbean.com after the show. And you can go on and, and, and chat along with us and watch the show live if you like. Actually contribute to the show because we use a lot of stuff we see on the there chat. There we go. Thecigarauthority.com. You go on there and you can actually see this mess live and in person and, and uh, be part of the show. Please join us in. And with us right now is Tim Pierce from FitTrue.com and he is a personal trainer. Hi, Tim. How you doing? Good. 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 Welcome in. Thank you. Well, what can you do with this? Anything? Well, there's something you can do with everybody. <laughs> everybody, you, you can always do something. He would make mountains move, Chuck, if he ended up doing this. Well, he is making mountains I move. I do make mountains move. Yeah? <laughs> Unlike Mike Havey, who only has one really large forearm, both of his forearms are very impressive here. He is. This guy's jacked up. You know, I'm a heterosexual man, but I'll tell you, it, it, it looks good. It really looks good. He, he's a, You're over 40 years old. I am. Yeah, you look really good. And uh, it's, the, it's that time of the year where everybody starts thinking of uh, personal fitness and let me do uh, some good things for myself for the new year and on the top of, I would say, just about everybody's list is to get better and fit and healthier and all that stuff. And uh, It is the, the number one resolution. It is. So, How does uh, hmm. the Baconator at Wendy's fit into your, uh, <laughs> it's, your it's program? It fits into my mouth. Yeah. Uh, would you ever eat a Baconator? Because, I mean, you're a guy who, I saw you eating salad earlier for breakfast. That wasn't breakfast. Oh, I'm that, was, that was lunch number three. Oh, fair enough. See, so that is the key. I, I, a lot of guys that are into health and stuff eat many, many times a day, as opposed to myself who packs it on each opportunity I get to try to squeeze possibly two meals, maybe three in, but, you know, load up. Yeah, a lot of it is uh, planning and just learning how to plan and structure your life so that you can be eating at least more consistently and more frequently. Uh, the big problem that I see with a lot of people is a big inconsistency. They're having, you know, two meals a day. They can't even tell you when those two meals are going to be. Right. Uh, if they're having two, uh, you know, one of the first things I like to see people do is just get some kind of a stability of, no, I'm going to at least, at the very least, have breakfast, lunch, and dinner. This should be easy for you, Dave, because you love food. So just look forward to eating more times. You know what I eat? I eat when I'm very hungry. Okay, I'm not hungry yet. I'm not hungry yet. Me too. Okay, now yeah. I'm really hungry. Okay. I'm I'll ready to pass out. Yeah, so give me get me the large steak and cheese or get me the large <laughs> right. you know right. the, and, and it's almost I would say it's, you know 
I'm so hungry, I'm over-ordering, but I eat it all anyway, you know, because of starving people in Africa and all that stuff. That's right. You know, that's how I was brought up. There's people hungry somewhere, so they, I have never wasted food. I eat it all. Right. So that's that's going to be right. the problem. So uh, another another problem that Dave has is he can't eat alone, and so he buys lunch for whoever happens to be with him, and so then I end up eating the way he eats. That's like, not necessarily I can't bad. Be outdone. It's bad. It's bad. It's a bad, bad thing. I'll take your word for it. All, right, all first, of my jeans have become skinny jeans now. All right. The first thing we have to do is you, you cut and light a cigar, and, and so we can while, while we're talking to you, we for can, our okay. listeners at home, Tim is a 44-year-old virgin cigar smoker. So pause. He's never pause in between there. He's never smoked a cigar before, and uh, I was having a chat with him uh, in a in a one-to-one meeting, and I found out that he was not opposed to tobacco products in general he would actually rather you should probably tell it tim what would you rather people do uh rather than quit their tobacco products well that would become sometimes an issue that i would hear uh and uh sometimes i hear even other trainers they want to get all their clients to quit smoking and quit this and quit that and uh it actually infuriates me our clients pay us for a service and it's generally to get in shape and to start eating better are the primary ways that's going to happen and so I would know of people who would resolve to quit smoking, and yet they wouldn't go, they weren't going to do anything for their physical activity, they weren't going to do anything for their eating and their nutritional habits. I don't have any kind of scientific studies on this, but I wondered what would happen if they would just not worry so much about the smoking and change the thing that we know for so much of a fact is what's really impairing people's health is their inactivity and their terrible eating habits. So they should watch a little less TV and maybe go for a walk and then keep smoking. They'd be better off. Yes. <laughs> you know, I, w- I, w- I would say that. Uh, nice. For the most part, of at least doing something. Now, of course, we wanted just a little caveat. We're not saying, talking about people who are smoking three packs a day, they need to do something to cut back. Absolutely. That becomes a priority. Um, but, but I... Yeah, there's a priority with any of this. Moderation. Uh, moderation is uh, huge. It's one of my mottos this year for the fitness industry. Okay. Uh, what I want to be pushing big time is, uh, you know, finding that balance. And I think sometimes knocking off the smoking, maybe cutting back on smoking if it's a huge problem. But where there's this big gap that I'm seeing of uh, an epidemic of people not eating well and having zero physical activity in their life, I think that's just overall the problem. How do you feel about this banning Happy Meals? Uh, well, I'm glad you mentioned that. Uh, I write a fitness blog uh, on fittrue.com. Anyone can check that out. And I actually wrote uh, one of my first almost political uh, blogs was, was on that in, in San Francisco. They had banned Happy Meals uh, because they wanted to make it easier for parents to uh, have their kids not make such unhealthy options. And... I thought it was just the silliest thing in the world. It just takes away uh, people's own ability to discipline themselves. Mm. I'm glad you're saying that. I was expecting an argument. I was ready for an argument with you on that. That you say, yeah, don't do it. And I'd say, why don't you leave it up to the parents not to let their children do that, as opposed to having the government step in and say, no, you can't do this. And that's a, the problem I have with everything. The, the, the no smoking laws and all this stuff. Let people decide, you know their own things and especially to tell them how to raise their children you, you say that you know no cheeseburgers don't allow it to even have the happy meal out there so and then the, they, they go home and they make the kid bake macaroni and cheese every day yeah that's right i mean as a trainer uh you know it would almost seem logical oh of course i would be against that anything that's going to stop people from eating happy meals but my job isn't to necessarily stop people from eating this or that it's to teach them some form of self-discipline 
And so that's their business, not necessarily for the government to do that for them. So I actually was almost a little peeved that they would come up with such a regulation that completely takes any opportunity for me as a trainer to teach my clients about self-discipline, moderation, uh, that they are in control of what they put in their mouths, that they are in control of what they put in their children's mouths, that they can learn to say no on themselves. But uh, that's... Uh, Dave, you have the power. You can say no. I don't want to say no is what the problem is. <laughs> I don't want to say no. I, I want to want to say no, but, you know... Uh, brought up in an Italian household and we uh, you know it was do you want some more and you know I have plenty which is another helping you know one more is no and if you say yeah you get three more you know and that's the way it was and you ate it all because of the kids in Africa <laughs> and it was lots of carbohydrates because it was lots of pastas and things yeah. like that and uh, Ma it's your fault I know you're listening <laughs> you not, did this to me not only that but she would sneak over to school and give you extra snacks Extras, during recess because we lived across the street that's so, love yeah, yeah it, it is love I mean <laughs> and if you think about food food is love and we eat when we're very very happy we you know do, some of the best meals I've ever had is after the wake you know you have you go. a big so it's even when you're sad and it's just such a big part of 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 everything it's celebration a hug that you put in your mouth right and they I'm call sorry, it comfort a hug food. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> they, they call it comfort food and it's comfort food. Uh, it we, makes, we've got a lot of work to do. You do. Can, wow. You do, and I, and I can argue the point, and uh, my doctor tells me the same thing. You know, I, I've talked to you before, and I said, you know, I accomplished a lot of things in life and very been very successful and blessed, and things worked out. The one thing I haven't been able to do for myself is to change my body style. It's uh, to drop some weight and not even – I haven't even tried very much because I don't want to do it. I want to do it, but I don't want, I don't want to put the effort into doing it. Now, can I ask a question? Yeah. Do you think part of that problem, too, is you, you're not necessarily 100% sure how to do it, too? Well, he knows one way. He knows the way of back when he had a ripped body. He was in the gym three hours a day and yeah, I get, eating right. I, and I go all the way. It's all, it's all or nothing type of thing, and i, I got to change. Moderation is going to be the perfect thing. That you know, If you tell me I can't have another slice of pizza ever again, I'm not going to do it. I'll tell you right now, I'm not going to do it. Yeah, well, it sounds like that's what, not my model. Yeah, anyway. it sounds like okay. what he's saying is you could have you could have pizza, but you keep it to, let's say you have a slice now and you have a slice in a couple of hours. You don't eat the whole pizza at this setting. Well, one of the things, if I can talk about real quick, uh, and I talk about in my models for the way people ought to be eating, which you can discover anytime you want uh, at FitTrue and FitTrue.com, is is starting to learn how to play a little bit of a numbers game. And when you can start to change one habit, for example, how frequently you eat, then when you do start to have something, say like a pizza, you're mitigating the effects of it. Let's say you're eating two meals a day. Yep. I'm eating five meals a day. Okay, we're both going to go to a party at Mr. Jonathan's and have a great time. We both know that at that party, there's going to be all kinds of garbage food there. Was that a meal you ate? Well, that's what we're going to get to, okay. exactly. In your mind, you're going to count that as one of your meals. So in the, over the course of the week, two meals a day times seven is 14. You blew one out of 14 meals, and it was a horrible meal. In my case, not only did I know the food was going to be garbage, I didn't let it change my meal plan one bit, and so I still had 35 meals out of the week, and maybe I did have one garbage meal. Well, I had one garbage meal, one out of 36. Oh, I get you. So one, because, I, because, I, because I never... I didn't change the way I was eating anyway, so I showed up to Mr. Jonathan's not as hungry. I yeah. didn't eat as much, and I only knocked off one out of 36. 
you instead knocked out one out of 14. Yeah. So there becomes a certain amount of a numbers game. So then when people say, oh, well, we can't have pizza, and like you said, correct, I'm not going to eat the whole pizza anyway because it was my 13th meal for the day. Sure. That's an exaggeration. You are know, you, are these full-size meals you're talking about? Or? Well, and that's that it. Kind I, of a I, I say salad over there. It wasn't very big. It was the size yeah. of an ashtray. Yeah, and I would, eat, I, would, I would even just consider that a snack. But when I do refer to meals when I'm talking to my clients, I usually refer to anything you're putting in your mouth to eat for nutrition is a meal. And so, yeah, that would have been that would have been still considered a meal because, nevertheless, I'm still getting energy from it. It's still, you know, helping my body recuperate. All right, uh, walk us through a, a day's worth of food for you. Wow, a day's worth of food for me. I want to say before I say that yeah. that you know I am a personal trainer. Uh, I'm also pretty fit. I work out very hard. Uh, so you, you, know, could, you could eat more because you're burning more, right? Well, that, that's part of the reason, yeah, okay. that's part of where I'm getting at. Right. And so it's part of my life. So I think lots of times people say, oh, what do you eat? Well, I'm not sure, you know, everyone is where a person is at. The other person is at, and that's why you can't just lay out some of these food programs. Right. But for me, you know, my morning will start with some kind of a protein shake, uh, first thing. And then about, yeah, that's it. That's people it. are waving <laughs> off now. People are saying, nope, done. You're losing us. Yeah, You're losing, losing people us. already. But, and again, this is the specifics for me. You know, we want to find what, we want to find ways around it. You right. Know, uh, for other people, uh, something specific. But it's going to start off with a protein shake, which will, you know, be basically a fruit smoothie with some uh, whey protein in it. Then will be. Uh, and this is real fruit. This is how, you know, there's, yeah. there's work to be done. You've got to go show up and you've got to have fresh fruit. You gotta... Well, and that's kind of part of the key, too, as All we right. get into this, is okay. uh, there's a discipline of how you shop. That's actually one of my big slogans is good mm-hmm. nutrition starts, it begins and ends in the grocery store. If the good food is in your home, you're going to eat it. If the good food is not in your home, you're not going to eat it. And if the bad food's in your home, you know, you're done. How about the good food's in your home and it sits there and rots because there's well, other options? That's why good, food, good nutrition starts in the grocery store. How did those other options get in there? Right. Don't buy them, and they won't be there, and you'll eat through it, which is another one of the discipline things I really like to talk about is just, you know, get into the habit of shopping, you know, for one week so that you're getting yourself structured. Uh, we've become this uh, society that just wants instant gratification. And so by doing that, too, we don't plan our shopping. We don't plan anything. And so they just go shopping when they've run out of food. And so there's a ton of food. Some of it goes bad. A lot of it's garbage. They just buy impulsively rather than going with a plan of, nope, here are all of my meals planned out. Here's how I'm going to do it. Now, at first, that sounds daunting, and it is, and that's part of my job is trying to help people over that first hurdle. But once they've developed that as a habit and understood instinctively they know what they're going to be eating over the course of the week and what they need and grocery so, shopping. So basically write it down. Yep. Write down this is what the meals are going to be. Make a plan. Yep. Here it is in advance. And this, as a personal trainer, it's not just you standing over me uh, underneath the weights and saying one more. It's saying, that's right. here's your meals. Here's what... Well, that's right. You want to begin to start to plan out your meals. And that's one of the other things I really like to talk about is graduating into this stuff. Um, a lot of the mistakes that people make when they make their New Year's resolution is they get this idea that they can just go ahead and get in shape. And they don't see it as conditioning. Uh, they definitely don't do that for, for nutrition. They don't see their goal and break it up into other sizable goals. So, for example, for a person who's eating two times a day, I ultimately, my end game nutritionally is I want to see people eating you know, five to six times a day of a combination of carbohydrates, proteins, and fats, and the right percentage of it. That's actually way too difficult of a task 
for your body to go ahead. Be like and go jumping in and training for a marathon and starting off at 26 miles. That's exactly That's crazy. what it is. Okay. And so what I want to do is I want to train people to run, you know, the 5K, and then a half marathon. But you're not going to run the half marathon until you've done the 5K. And so the first step that I do in my nutrition plan is I want to get people to eat five to six times a day. Right away, um, I'll get the the people who uh, you know resist that and I'll say, but I don't know what to eat. And there's a True. big part of me in my head that goes, you've got to be kidding me. You don't know how to put something in your mouth five to six times a day. Well, well, you could, you could go quickly drive through the Wendy's and grab it, but that isn't the answer. So the answer is you've you got to go shopping and prepare food. Right. What do you get? Well, this before is what we, Actually, before we get into that, and since it's a cigar show, um, I have a little plan myself. I'm going to try to make a cigar smoker out of you, Tim. <laughs> okay. So I hope my mom's not listening. If you don't mind, yeah. if you don't mind us. Mom, I'm not actually smoking figuratively, cigar. Sp- <laughs> figuratively speaking, popping your cigar cherry. Uh, we're going to teach you how to light and uh, cut a cigar and then maybe take a couple of puffs and see if you like it. Okay. Now, which one of these has the most protein? You're g- <laughs> That's a very good question. We're going to go with... The Connecticut Shade wrapper here on your Camacho. Okay. I would say there's no protein. This is an this is a vegetarian diet, right? This is nothing but leaves. That's true. It is nothing but leaves. Low here. glycemic carbohydrates. Okay. So exactly. What That's just what I was going to say. <laughs> what you're going to do is uh, you're going to pop open the cutter, and you'll notice that there's there's a couple of bands around the tip of the cigar. That's the the cap of the cigar. Okay. You're going to want to cut off the very top of the cap there. Perfect. Folks, he's here to make us healthier. And we're teaching him how to smoke cigars. We're teaching him how we to win. be healthier. He loses, we win. <laughs> that was Although actually, that, we no, lose. that's perfect. That's we perfect. Lose. So then you put that before you put it in your mouth. What you want to do is you want to warm up the end of it with your lighter. You've got your lighter is right there a, to your left. Is that a laser? It yep. is a laser. <laughs> so you, you press that push button. the button, and you just want to you just want to warm the it. end up, toast it up like a marshmallow, which I know <laughs> once in a while you've had toasted uh, marshmallows. High glycemic carbohydrate. We have we're having Tim smoke the Connecticut Shade. Camacho, we are smoking the Corojo, which was in cigar aficionado. Then you put it in your mouth, and you just use use your cheeks to puff on the cigar. You're never going to inhale it. You're just going to puff. Ash your lighter. And move your lighter around the end. Point that lighter right all it. Yeah, point it right at it. Point the, yeah, there we go. Okay. Now, I don't know if you're a wine drinker. You ever do a wine tasting before where you swish wine in your mouth and Mm -hmm. you spit it out and then you taste you don't really drink the wine like yep. wine tastes. That's what a cigar, every cigar smoker does. And so it's it real gentle. It's like you're very not gentle, yeah. Take it in your mouth, blow it out, get rid of it, and then it's the taste. So so it's called the finish, the taste you have after it's, the smoke is gone. You now take it in, you don't inhale it into your lungs. You just fill your mouth with it, blow it out, and then. And there's a taste there's afterwards. A taste. Flavors that I'm, I getting, think I'm getting from it. my cigar trident gum, cinnamon trident gum. After about a half an hour of chewing it, it loses the full cinnamon flavor, but it still has a little bit of a bite on your tongue. That's the flavor I'm getting mixed with. Oh, my God. Now, here's a problem I have with trident gum. <laughs> mixed I with can't strawberries. Smoke, I can't chew gum for more than two minutes before I swallow it. So this, you're a swallower. This We've is, answered again, that question. The, again, this is a problem. It's an eating problem because I can't <laughs> hold something in my mouth without swallowing it. So we'll get into that. Too. Okay, I'm getting, I'm getting the flavor, I think. You're getting it's, flavors. Yep, it tastes like ash. Really? No. Oh, you no. put the wrong end of your mouth. Oh, you got to oh, okay. have the unlit, okay. unlit end. And that's the key. Don't put the lid end in your mouth. That's a big, big thing. And don't feel like you have to smoke the whole thing. You know, I just wanted you to experience it. Do, do you taste No, but like right afterwards, like I can almost tell, I want to say almost like... Three seconds after you've exhaled, it's yeah. almost like there's a, I don't know if it's mint. 
Oh, what there is, you go. What, I'm, what yeah, it is, yeah. but it's almost like this. I can get a flavor. I'm I've had I've flavor. had that and cigar before. Mind, there, I'm a newbie. There is no additives to this at all. This is rolled tobacco leaves. No creatine, glutamine. There's nothing. No. Nothing. The ingredients of this is rolled tobacco leaves. That's it. It's got a cigar band on it that's paper, but other than that. So where does the flavor come from? Just like um, grapes that, that turn into a wine. They're fermented. You taste it, and, and you have other tastes. You say, geez, it has a little strawberry to it. There's no strawberry. It's nothing but grape. Right. But right. it ends up having something. When Cigar Aficionado says something, leather or something, you've actually never ate leather, but you, right. you know what the smell of leather is and what it would probably right. taste like. And the same thing with this. It, it, the subtleties to it. And, and you see an 1100 open boxes of cigars in here. There's 1,100 different ones. And he knows because he just counted them. <laughs> That's right. We just had inventory this week. But there's 1,100 open boxes, and there's 1,100 because every one is completely different than the other one. They have so much. The, the, two, the cigars you're smoking and the cigar I'm smoking, they both say Camacho on it. We have the Corojo. The leaf is El Corojo from a seed. And notice how much darker it is. It has a way different taste than that has. It has filler tobacco in it. It's a complete blend. It's like making a sauce or something. Right. Again, I, food analogies, but what else are you going to do, yeah. right? So there's different tastes to it. And, you know, the, the journey is to completely try to find the greatest cigar you've ever smoked. And um, the... Uh, it's out there, and you just keep trying, and new things come in, and that's what the show is all about, keep trying new things. Well, that's what the customer does. Thanks, Chuck. They're in here, and they say, hey, what's new? Let me try this. Let me try that. Anyway, you don't have Great. to Great. No, this is a yeah. good experience. And it, it's, a, it's a relaxing thing. And as far as health goes, um, there's been a report that's been done, and there'll, there'll be uh, white papers that come out of it this year. Scientists checked in California, and I know that's where you, where you were from, um, that they did uh, a couple million people there, and they checked the longevity of a cigar smoker, and the findings are coming out that um, somebody that smokes two cigars a day actually lives a little longer than somebody that about doesn't, four years. Uh, doesn't about smoke four at years all. Longer. Yeah, I've actually read that study, yeah. and that was kind of one of the things that made me say it's, you know. it's a very relaxing thing, so I know we, we, we're talking here and really not sitting and completely relaxing, but right. that's what usually happens. After work, a guy will go to a, his local cigar shop, had a tough day at work, lights a cigar, chills out for a half hour to an hour and then goes home and it he, he walks in a different person and he walks out the wives really should be coming in thanking you saying thank right. you very much because <laughs> you know my husband isn't coming home smacking me because i'm a irritating woman yeah that's what we do well and i know a lot of people say the same thing when they go to gym they go to the gym in the morning and they can basically not function all day unless they've gone to the gym they're right. irritated that they didn't go because they don't they have less energy i would think i go to the gym burn up all my energy and come to work exhausted <laughs> and and i don't want to work all day because i went to the gym for two hours and worked out and i'm exhausted now. well one of the things too is people don't recognize that it's actually two different kinds of energy uh i mean i used to work all day uh, doing some contracting kind of work, and you'd think I'd be completely exhausted walking into a gym. And I would be, and as soon as I started my workout, that energy was there because, it's, again, it's a different kind of energy uh, that, that your body's burning. You actually rely a little bit on your adrenal glands when you're going into uh, a workout that way. Uh, your body Correct. releases the adrenaline. It re releases some endorphins five minutes after your workout has started, and you end up with this euphoric kind of, uh, they call it a runner's high. Correct. No, that, that's exactly right. And uh, part of getting that kicked in 
is just getting in the habit of, of doing whatever kind of workout it is that you, you need to do, that you like yeah. to do, that's going to work out for you. So the uh, um, Surgeon General's office, the uh, head of the Surgeon General, Dr. Regina Benjamin, uh, she released a statement that said that even brief exposure to secondhand smoke, like one from a cigarette, can cause cardiovascular disease, trigger acute cardiac effects, and can damage one's DNA, leading to cancer. Uh, the IPCPR is actually challenging this because we have the information. Be- because it's bogus. Well, it's- <laughs> because it's ridiculous. <laughs> well, do you so- think, can I just ask, do you think it, to a certain degree, doesn't also just rail against a certain amount of common sense? Well, it totally does. You don't, you don't, uh, cigarettes, whatever, they're, they're, they're filled with other chemicals, and so I'm not, I'm not going to say anything nice about cigarettes. They're bad for you. You should never smoke them. Cigars, however, to me, is no different than going outside and burning leaves in your yard and standing there making sure that the leaves are tended and not burning down the neighborhood. So are you going to say to me now the Surgeon General should come out and say you, that you shouldn't burn leaves in your yard? You know, no more issuing burn permits in the town of Derry where I live because smelling burning leaves is going to kill you? It's one of the greatest smells on the planet. Right. You know, I burn wood at my house, so occasionally smoke comes into the house as I'm getting the fire started. Does that mean that I'm at higher risk for cancer? Absolutely not. No, you know what the, what the risk is? The risk is burning that candle in your house, that scented candle. <laughs> Truly, I'm not kidding. Yeah. A scented candle is hundreds and hundreds of additives that are, that are on there. Oh, because of all the oils and yeah, that gets it, into your it lungs. It smells and... like vanilla. Do you think there's any vanilla in that? That is nothing but... Yeah. Fake, fake stuff, chemicals, chemicals like, that are burning, and you're inhaling it. It's going in your eyes, your throat. You, it's it's terrible for you. My grandfather, my step grandfather, my father's side, uh, lived to in in his seventies, and uh, he went he went the opposite way that you should go. He was a cigar smoker for years with no health problems. Ten years after he started smoking cigarettes, he dropped dead. Ten years. Yeah, yeah. That should say something. My other grandfather, who hasn't smoked a cigarette ever in his life, started smoking cigars at the age of 10, is now 92 years old, and is more healthy than his own doctor. Nice. Who is 30 years younger than he is. All right. So anyway, your job is to get the unfit person and get them healthier, get them uh, eating better, and get them exercise and not necessarily weights or aerobic type exercise, or it doesn't matter, doing something. Well, and a lot of it is assessing where a person is at first. Uh, I've... All right, uh, let's take me, for instance. Let's take you, for instance. Wh- so, what do you do? What do you do? There's your Mount Everest. Here we go. <laughs> start climbing, baby. <laughs> Set up base camp. Fortunately, as I get to tell Mount Everest to start climbing, I don't have to actually do it. Fair anything. enough. But um, <laughs> the first thing you do is you, you need to assess where a person is at and how much physical activity they're doing. You okay. want to, again, I can tell you, them. he does none. None. He, does he goes none. upstairs to his office, and at the end of the day, he comes downstairs. So you do stairs. Exercise. Yeah, I can do stairs. (laughs) (laughs) Twice a day, once up and once down, right? Very good. Uh, But you you want to assess where a person is at first, and and sometimes I think people just need to take an honest assessment of where they're at and then have a plan of where they want to go. And so the same, first you want to find out what your activity level is like, then what your nutrition is like. And again, for each individual person, that comes down to some specifics. So I would want to kind of hear what is the overall... What are you doing? Tell me about those two meals a day over the course of a week. Right. How sporadic are they? You're not going to like them at all. Well, uh, but the, it wasn't, isn't whether or not I like them or not. It's how can we go ahead and start to make some of those improvements. And, you know, it's not all that much. I wouldn't say I eat a lot more than you. Do I? You've eaten yeah, no. lunch and dinner and things yeah. with me. Grilled cheese, 
maybe some soup. Yeah. But we already know what happens by eating infrequently. What does it do to your metabolism? Yeah, yeah. It keeps your metabolism so that's down. So that's going to be the key. It's going to be eat, that's right. eating a whole bunch of times, adding some activity no matter what it is in there, and that's the beginning. That's, that's the right. start. Maybe that's we exactly could, right. Maybe we could have Tim on in a month, and we'll work on having you eat another meal during the day and see if you can reach that I'm gonna goal I'm going to go to five. I'm going to go from... Two, oh, he's five. going. See, there he goes. There he goes. And again, we want to, we want to, uh, you know. And again, well, let's get some specifics. So, what did you eat yesterday? Never mind what I ate. What did you eat? I ate. What did I eat and what yesterday? Time? I ate lunch. No breakfast. No, nothing. I had coffee. Okay. okay. I drink a lot of coffee. Is that bad? You know, let's not worry okay. about that right now. <laughs> I, I probably had five cups of coffee. Here's a cup of coffee. Okay. I probably had five. four or five of wow. those. I love the, it, and it's never decaf. It's, it, you know, it can be black coffee, no sugar, but I, I love the, um, you know, people say they Flavor. get jittery. Mm-hmm. I like jittery. I like that feeling. When I don't get jittery, I go for another cup of coffee. I want to be jittery. I want to be juiced up like that. Um, so nothing for breakfast but coffee, at lunch, a sub. Which would be around what time? Maybe 2 in the afternoon. Oh, my gosh. And then I got home last night at 8 o'clock. I've eaten four meals by that time, uh, uh, at least. 8 at night was um, maybe chicken mashed potatoes and then uh, some pretzels later on and a cupcake. I ate a cupcake because... My wife's birthday was the other day, and I got her like 30 cupcakes that spelled her name out. There's only three of you oh, in, the house, so in the house, so yeah. the girls each get a cupcake, and so then you I have 28. So I ate a cupcake, a little bowl of pretzels, and I think that's it. Uh, what time? So dinner was at 8. What time was the pretzels and the cupcake? 9, 9.30. So it was basically kind o'clock. of still, well, maybe it was almost like its own little meal. So like you had... That's Two a and a meal? half meals. A cupcake and pretzels is a meal. Well, I'm, ta- I'm thinking more of the not time. Not at my house. Not a good meal. <laughs> yeah, not a good meal. I'm thinking of the time, the time gaps. Okay. And so, you know, realistically, for you to go to five meals is absolutely ridiculous. I mean, do you think you could actually jump in to start having five meals? If, you, get ca- up in the if you call that little salad, you had a meal. You know, that was really well, nothing. But it's, it's going to be the habit change. You're going to have to get up in the morning and make breakfast. And I know lots of times people, if they're not morning people that they don't want to do that, which is sometimes why it's something as simple as a protein shake. But you start to see the changes that you're starting to require of a person is what will, they'll resist that more and more. As maybe as long as I'm hired and working with them, they stay on it. As soon as I go away, they go away, which is why I like to prefer to go with a more of a conditioning approach of let's build one habit at a time, <clears throat> which I talk about in my little uh, fitness book, uh, which, again, you can pick up at FitTrue.com. Yep. Uh, it's just the FitTrue Nutrition Plan. And I go through four stages, and stage one is just to get people eating frequent, consistent meals. Those are the two words, frequent and consistent. So you get up and you eat something. Again, don't worry so much about what. Most people aren't going to make ridiculous choices anyway for breakfast. I love and this because it's not, it's not so much that you're saying, okay, you have to go healthy right now. You're saying to Dave, eat whatever you want. Let's just get you on five, five meals a day and see where that takes us. And then we'll talk in the future about maybe altering one of those meals and making that meal healthier and then the next meal exactly. healthier. And so it's a process, like you said, of conditioning. You're teaching Dave how to run his marathon slowly and efficiently. 
And yeah, one at a time. And, and as you said, I'm not going healthy right away, but I am going healthier right away. Well, it is certainly is healthier to have big have five meals. Then your blood sugar regulates, your energy stays up. You, I don't metabolism is automatically higher. You don't drink coffee because you're addicted to five coffees a day. You don't have to have. I it. have to have one. Well, you, all right. Well, one I sometimes is it stuff. first thing in the morning. You have to yeah. have. A, yeah, that's not uncommon. I'm and I get a headache if, if, it, if I came to work by 12 noon out of a pound and headache. Because I didn't have coffee. Sure. It's an addictive quality to there's caffeine. Cer- there certainly is, about. but yeah. I'm just saying, if you didn't have five in the no, day, you'd be one. fine. So you have but your I'm, one coffee, maybe a bagel or something, yeah. you know, not cupcake. Good, not good stuff. Well, I'm going to do something. So let's, let's well, move yeah, we'll this along. We'll sit down and we'll get you a plan. Uh, I'll and get then you we'll, something. That's and then we'll have you back you. on and we'll, and we'll see, see if, how if you're anything happens. Yeah. And uh, guys out there who's ever listening, you can you can uh, go on to fittrue.com. Good-looking website, by the way. Yeah, a lot, of, yeah. lot of information on there. They, you know what they have for me, Dave? Skinny guy muscles up. <laughs> okay. That's me. I, my problem is I can't gain weight. That's oh been my, my whole God. life problem. The I know, yeah, yeah, sympathy for me, I, but I'm, trust me, the grass is always greener. I hate that. Oh, whatever, man. <laughs> whatever. I, I, eat, I, I eat a Snickers bar and I lose five pounds. Well, the, pro- the problem is Chuck can't even get to the gym because if they have one of those uh, blowers on the door, he can't actually move himself past the door. Keep saying that. Keep saying out. that. All right. All right. If you could ever invent the magic pill that whatever's going on in his body that eats a Snickers bar and gains weight, where I can't touch a Snickers bar, I watch him eat the Snickers bar <laughs> and I gain weight. Whatever's going on, something different's happening to him, right? Yeah, well, again, different metabolisms. I would have to kind of sit down and find out the way. Yeah, but I'm like, I have two meals a day. That's probably and, it. And you still do the same thing. I'm just like you, man. Yeah, just like All you. All right. So like you, what you described yesterday was the same day. thing yeah. I had. Yeah. The, yeah. the strange thing, when someone does move up to five meals a day who's only been eating two, who tends to not be able to gain weight, they do seem to be able to gain weight. Mm. And the other way around, for whatever reason, the more frequent, consistent meals is just healthier for everybody across the board. And it, you know, for those who it needs to pick up their metabolism, it picks it up for those who maybe it needs to slow it down a little bit. It tends to it's slow all about it down. regulating your blood sugar is what it sounds like. It's big time. And mm-hmm. sets yep. your body up for success rather than having two meals a day, which sets you up for nothing but failure. That's right. The real key is I'm too short. That's the problem. I'm five foot five. If I was six foot four, we wouldn't even have this discussion right now because I'd be just perfect. But the problem is I'm too short is the problem. So I just was born too short is what I'm going to go with. But folks out there, listen in. FitTrue.com. Check it out. And that'll be Tim Pierce, and we'll follow through and see what he can do about this. And we'll teach him how to smoke good cigars at the same time. So check him out, fittrue.com. We'll be back in just a minute with our uh, talk about, about the Camacho and what's happening in the cigar world. Be right back on the Cigar Authority Radio Network. Thank you. Flor de Lorraine. She came from the streets of Paris. Flor de Lorraine is a magnificent jewel of a cigar with a contemporary French style and prestige. Flor de Lorraine marries rare aged tobaccos in old world craftsmanship. Flor de Lorraine. Deep layers of lush tobaccos fuse in a symbol of charismatic intensity for luxurious expression with no concession. Fleur de Lorraine. Discover Fleur de Lorraine's rich, bold taste with a little European flair. Fleur de Lorraine. Discover the extraordinary craftsmanship behind every Fleur de Lorraine. Fleur de Lorraine. Discover Fleur de Lorraine's elegance, charm, and value. Fleur de Lorraine, now available in natural 
or Maduro. Discover Flor de Lorraine cigars at fine tobacconists everywhere. Flor de Lorraine. Flor de Lorraine. From the streets of Paris to you. Let me ask you a serious question. Do you like what you're doing for a living? Are you sick of being in the rat race, living life on other people's terms? Hi, this is Chuck Morrison from MakingMountainsMove.com, and I challenge you to take back control of your life and make mountains move to live the life that you were meant to live. If you have a dream, a burning desire, but feel miles away from living it, I can help. You see, I used to be a stressed out corporate slave with time for everyone but me and my family until I made the decision to follow my heart and pursue my passion. Today, I'm living life on my terms and helping people achieve the same in record time. Look, you have a purpose to serve in this life, and I can guarantee you it's not to be stuck inside of some job or some career that's sucking the life right out of you. It's time for you to take back control of your life. It's time for you to make mountains move. Take the first step today. Head on over to makingmountainsmove.com and sign up for my free number one secret to help you get out of your job and into your dream. It's time for you to make mountains move. I say, sir, enjoying a good cigar shouldn't cost you a fortune, and it doesn't have to when you light up a classic. Classic brand cigars are priced right, and there is a blend or size just right for you. Classic Connecticut is a mild and smooth smoke, while the classic Maduro is deep, dark, and delicious. The classic Cameroon has a hint of natural sweetness that will keep you coming back for more and more. But it's the classic Cuban that is bold and full-flavored, just like the classic Cuban cigars from before the embargo. Every classic blend is available in four classic sizes, the Robust, Toro, Churchill, and Torpedo. But whichever one you choose, a classic cigar will guarantee you a smooth and easy draw. Classic cigars. The name says it all, sir. The ads are all over TV and radio. Foreclosure, default, loan modification. If you're having trouble making your mortgage payments before you give up, ruin your good name and lose your home, you need to call Paul Antonelli, that short sale guy. As a Coldwell Banker agent, Paul specializes in helping people sell their home in a short sale. You see, a short sale is a complicated transaction most real estate agents don't understand. Not every homeowner can qualify for a short sale, and some lose valuable time and money when they try the short sale process only to find that they don't qualify. Paul understands the process and knows the steps for a successful short sale. When you call, Paul will cover all the necessary details and tell you if a short sale is possible on your property. Remember the name, Paul Antonelli, or go to thatshortsaleguy.com and watch Paul's informational videos. Then call and let his expertise guide you to a successful short sale. You're at your computer now, so go to thatshortsaleguy.com. Paul Antonelli and the short sale team. Go to thatshortsaleguy.com. Born of cold Russian winters, the wheat of hammer and sickle is hand-cleared in the Black Earth region, then dry-shipped to the distillery, where masters of the craft distill and filter hammer and sickle six times, transforming the harvest into a smooth, super-premium vodka, worthy of its Russian heritage. Hammer and sickle. Super-premium vodka. Russian reborn. 40% alcohol by volume. Imported by Clean Spirits, LLC, Massachusetts. Please enjoy responsibly.
come back at the Cigar Authority. That was very interesting. I didn't want that to end, and we went way too long in that segment. But uh, I'm going to try this stuff so uh, the folks out there can see if uh, if Tim's got anything. That's fittrue.com. Dave, I hate that word. What? Try. Try. <laughs> I hate that word. Well, as I said before, I mean, I have accomplished so much in my life. I've tried so many different things in different businesses. Everyone, knock on wood, was successful. There's somebody looking over me or whatever's going on. But everything I've done in life that I want to succeed in, I did with the exception of this. Well, you don't the, really you didn't what are you really talking want about? to, though. I want it to automatically happen. Exactly. No, I have not tried to make it happen. Uh, but... It hasn't happened by itself, so it's not going to happen by itself. You're going to have to do something about it, and uh, hopefully just the beginning of it. And uh, don't hate me, folks, if uh, nothing happens, because it usually doesn't. I give up oh. after. Uh, hey, I'm telling you in advance. I, I hope I'm wrong. But this is what, what's happening out there. It's the first of the year. Everybody the first of the year, they say, we're going to make changes and all that stuff. Making changes, like he said, to simply go from two meals a day to five meals a day, that's my first thing I'm supposed to do. Yeah. I think I can swing it. I think you can. Yeah. yeah. So I just before, you know, bring stuff with me uh, to work and uh, eat more often, uh, the same crap I'm eating more often, easy, right? <laughs> I, I'm with you, man. And I think the uh, fast food places around here are going to be psyched. <laughs> And uh, that's it. Well, you'd, you'd basically you'd take your sandwich, and instead of eating the entire sandwich, you're going to eat half the sandwich now and half the sandwich in two hours. So say I got a whole pizza, five slices. Yeah. A whole pizza is eight slices. but No, when, when, they, when I call up, I tell them to make it in five because I can't eat eight slices. Are you serious? So I, I say slice it in five because I can't. I never can't, thought of that. That's brilliant. I, I, yeah, I can't, eat, I can't eat eight, so just slice it in five, and I've got no problem with that. It's That's really the good. same yeah. amount of pizza, you two dorks. Yeah, but it's it, the same pizza. It's only five slices. Yeah, yeah. the two slices are unbelievable. No, I'm with you. Oh, yeah. You actually think that the matter changes because <laughs> there's now less pizza because it's five slices. You said only. So I mean, it's Sal's. They slice their pizza into four. Right. So it's actually really good. So I can only have four slices in a day. All right. Then I guess you have to have one slice as a meal. <laughs> so you're going to eat a whole pizza throughout the course of the day. Yeah. What would end up happening with that? I got so many questions. It's unbelievable. But the question I have for you is we look, we lit up us three. Lit up the Camacho Corojo Churchill, which the Camacho came out about 10 years ago. I was lucky enough to be the test market. You mentioned test market for a cigar. We test marketed the cigar for over a year before it actually even went on the shelves of other cigar stores. And we test marketed with different bands on it, with different prices, um, all different things they did. They changed the blend throughout the whole thing until they decided this is what the Camacho Corojo is going to be. And, uh, you know, we talked about the Corojo plant, um, real Corojo. There's only two people in the world that have the Corojo seed. I know Jesus Fuego is one of them. Jesus Fuego with, with the uh, 2283 and the origin, and it's Camacho with the Camacho Corojo. There it is. And they have the mother seed from the El Corojo um, 2283 in Cuba. They have uh, the seed, and they're the only ones that have authentic, true Corojo. Corojo has a sweet taste to it. It's uh, very, very different than anything else. Uh, a lot of people call it very full-bodied. It's, it's a full, full-bodied full cigar, but it's not that full-bodied like I talked about, the earbender and things like that, that uh, uh, were just too full-bodied for me. It, it's easy, right? Yeah. It, it, it does have a... 
that cinnamon kind of bite to it, which is intensifying as the cigar is going, which is not something that I'm personally into. Okay. Uh, but it's not offensive in any way. I just, I, I wouldn't smoke the cigar every day. It's a once in a while kind of thing for me. Okay. This is a uh, $7 cigar, the Corojo Churchill. And uh, Camacho makes it. Camacho now is owned by Davidoff. And uh, the cigar, as I said, has been out for 10, 11 years. It was the biggest thing when it hit. It kind of went uh, south a little bit and didn't get the attention uh, I think it probably deserved. And uh, Kind of like like the Jonas Brothers. Yeah, like the Jonas Brothers. Jonas Brothers came out like a rocket. And now... Oh, which They're brings nowhere. us, there we go, there's the segue, that's a segue, folks, in the, uh, that don't know, that's how it works, we're talking about what's hot and what's not, and um, one of the things uh, Mr. Jonathan believes is the Jonas Brothers are not hot anymore. They're, They're not the, hot. They were the hottest uh, boy band out there in the land. They're going the way that Hanson went in the 90s. Hanson was awesome. Uh, they were selling records Eric like Hansen? crazy. Eric Hanson? Not, not Eric Hanson. <laughs> Distant Cousins. From, from Hammer and Sickle? Uh, they, uh... Their voices change, and Tevin Campbell, same thing back in the 90s. As soon as their voice changes, they become men. Oh, They're not hot anymore. I wonder if that, or they look older, so the younger demographic of, of the girls not, yeah. that, that's into that. I mean, that's possible. So uh, simply getting older is going to just ruin their career. Only because they started so young. It's very difficult for someone to do like Michael Jackson and, and be able to blow themselves up. Uh, you know, long after, but he reinvented himself so many times. Okay, if the if the Jonas Brothers are not hot, and we know Michael Jackson is dead, but is Michael Jackson hot? Michael Jackson is. He has each of his kids have 250 unreleased tracks as part of their inheritance. There's no way for anyone to go after them. The tracks were mastered and they were put in the in the trust name for their kids. So he's going to keep coming out with music. Uh, and be hot just because he's Michael Jackson. I would say he's not even warm because he's ice cold because he's dead, like Gary <laughs> Coleman. So uh, there's uh, seriously something so wrong. So you, uh, you think there's Michael Jackson albums coming out? They, they just they just came out with one, yeah. Okay, and they're gonna be the, the music on it. The music on it is not what we normally think of Michael Jackson, like Billie Jean, but it's uh, it, it's good. It's not great, but he'll be hot just because he's Michael Jackson. Okay, Black Eyed Peas are gonna be. They're going to blow up the charts this year. And now they're they, huge. They, they've been around for a while. They've been while. around for a while. Yeah. They, they, they started are, as adults. They're doing the Super Bowl halftime show. Perfect. Yep. Okay. They, um, so that's going to that's they, definitely. Their key is that they're willing to sing on everyone else's tracks as individual artists. Mm. They each release albums as individual artists, which builds the brand. Yep. This is Fergie from the Black Eyed Peas, Will I Am. Uh, so And then they get back together. And, they get back together. They release an album every couple of years. So they're, they're going to blow things up in 2011. You know who was the biggest in 2010 that I think is going to take a little dive is Taylor Swift. Two years in a row, most played artist in the world, hmm. and I think she's going to she's going to come down a bit. How about Lady Gaga? Gone. She's done. No. It's going to be over she's, for her. She, I don't think she so. turned herself into a cartoon. Is the problem like Madonna? She, they, she's Madonna. Say, she's people Madonna. People say she's the new Madonna. Madonna, again, she reinvented herself. She was a little bit weird, and she created. A, a phase for Boy. everyone, the, the whole Madonna dress of the 80s, so it, it allowed her to carry herself through. But she's, she'll release stuff now, and it doesn't get very big, even Madonna. I'm Lady not. Gaga, no one's going to wear meat as, no, no, as a costume. But anyway, it got the attention, and I know what you're talking about. So, I mean, it definitely got attention. Little Wayne, he'll be big. Oh, my God, here we go. <laughs> you hate little- the well, Little Wayne is actually, he's, he's very hot right now, which I don't understand because he has no talent whatsoever. Uh, but with 
coming out of jail and yeah he'll have a little bump and he he, the thing about little wayne is he's not really releasing tracks on his own right now he's on everyone else's stuff and so that's what's keeping him in the charts he's not releasing stuff um on his own (laughs) little wayne fan club (laughs) over there (laughs) how how about mick jagger's daughter what's her name kesha yeah Yeah. spelled with a dollar sign genius yeah um she is going to be absolutely off the charts along with Nicki minaj they're both and Katy perry they're all going to they're going to blow up the charts this year and that's what it's going to be as soon as as soon as something has their name on it it's going to be the top the top song okay so that's hot musically how about electronic wise we have um new ipad look for that you got the iPad? Well, look for the new one, I'm saying. Oh, a new iPad. Yeah, that will be coming out. So what about our old iPads? Can, can we make them new again? I don't know, man. I've heard there's going to be a camera. Uh, yeah, so you can't add that. I can't you, add that. You know what's going to be the biggest thing? It's going to be a USB is, port, potentially. Don't you feel like you got ripped off? I know. I know. You, you hate to buy these things because you buy them, and then it's been four months for me, and mine's no good. The new one's out. Yeah. But it costs so much, so what do you do? Droid yeah. is going to be the next big thing. They just came out, or they're coming out. They just developed their, yeah, their new iPad. version yeah, not, of the iPad. Yeah. It's going to blow the doors yeah, off stop, of the iPad. Stop it. Stop You're just it. mad because you have one, and when I get the Droid and mine smokes yours, yeah. It'll be a different story. We'll do, we'll do, a, we'll do a side-by-side nobody, comparison. Nobody likes Mac in the real world because even though you don't get viruses, they don't write software for Mac. So Dave, what is he smoking over iPad there? What did you give him? iPad is going to go by the wayside. Your regular iPod stuff is going to still blow up, but this new Droid version of it is going to be ridiculous. Okay. It's going to do everything. All right. How about um, Sarah Palin? In or out? Hot or not? I'm going to say not. She's not hot. I she's, think, uh, she's, I would love it if she could make a resurgence because I like her. But I think her uh, stock's down, Dave. I think her stock's down. Now, right if now. she comes out with porn, <laughs> then she's hot. <laughs> How about the tea party itself? Tea party is definitely getting hotter by the minute. The tea party's getting hotter, yet Sarah Palin's not. Well, the problem is that I think they're going to they're gonna find a way to kind of push her off by the wayside and, and bring someone like Romney back who could have legs and actually with the economy he could turn things around for real. Okay, how about if, if Sarah Palin's out, is Nancy Pelosi out or in? I'd hope she's out. But oh, man, I hope she's out. I would think she's out. Barack Obama? He's yesterday, down. right? Actually, hang down. on a second. You've got to be careful what you say about Barack Obama because the Secret Service will come to your house. I'm just saying, is there he hot that, or not? Is he hot or not? I'd say out. he's way out, right? He's out. Did you guys hear about the, there was a story on the news? The uh, mixed martial arts fighter said they asked him who he wants to fight next, and he says Barack Obama. Oh, boy. And then a week later, the Secret Service shows up at his house. Oh, God. <laughs> um, so, therefore, if Barack Obama is out, I would say hope is out. <laughs> Right? Because it was all about hope and change. We got the change. Hope is out. It doesn't work because you must do it. That's right, baby. Right? I once heard hope is not a plan. That's right. That was a good word there. That's makingmountainsmove.com, folks. Thank you. You want to hear this? I would say hope is out and working is out. Going to work is out. People are opting not to work and abuse the system, and that's the problem. And that's all my political I'm going to get into, but that's what I think the biggest problem all is right. that's going my on. My turn. I'm going to ask you some questions All right, now. go ahead. For cigars, yeah. you are the Cigar Authority. Yeah. 
Cuban cigars, hot or not? They are not. Despite, I think Cigar Aficionado is trying to make them hot. Um, there's a big thing right now where you cannot, uh, it's illegal to have Cuban cigars in the United States. It's against uh, um, the, the uh, American Act, and um, you shouldn't do it. And the hottest thing about communism. Cuban cigars is the end that you light. That's it. That's where it stops being hot. The hot thing is that you can't get Cigar it. Cigar aficionado, hot or not? Oh, my God. After this last thing, I got <laughs> Unfortunately, uh, it's not. I think it's gonna. this is going to really hurt it. Yeah. So I'm going to say it's not, and I, I thank them for everything they did. Cigar Snob, the magazine with all the hot chicks on the that cover. That is hot. Yeah, it is. That is talking to the regular people. Cigar Snob. It's it's a hot magazine. If you haven't seen it, check that out in cool. your local cigar store. I, I like it. I think it's good. What about Honduran cigars? Honduran cigars are all the rage right now. Last year it was all about Nicaraguan cigars, but I see Honduran cigars making a big, big comeback, and here's Camacho coming back from the dead. And we know the Cigar Authority is going to be hot. It's hot. It's hot, folks. Tell your friends. Tell, tell the neighbors. Catch us in the Cigar Authority. We're here every Saturday. It's been about about eight months we're doing it, and uh, we got lots more coming. So and, thanks, uh, folks, for listening to the Cigar Authority. Stop buying and wearing skinny jeans. They look ridiculous. Of That's course, hot no, right now. Now that I'm hanging with Dave, all of my jeans are skinny jeans, so I'm going to have to listen to Tim. All right, so next week I get ready for a trip to Nicaragua. Nice. What will I need, what do I expect, and what will I come back with? Besides VD. Yeah, those questions will be answered along with some great cigars that we're going to test next week on the Cigar Authority, so we'll see you next week. Thanks for joining in, everybody. Thanks, guys. I'm going to lose 100 pounds. By next week. Here we go. By next week. (laughs) See ya. Bye-bye. Hi, this is David Garofalo from the Cigar Authority. I'd like to invite you to visit one of my Two Guys Smoke Shops. Two Guys Smoke Shop is the largest cigar retailer in the world, and I'm very proud of that. It's stogie heaven. Two Guys is conveniently located off Exit 1, off Route 93, 95, and Route 3 in Salem, Seabrook, and Nashua, New Hampshire. You see, there's no cigar tax or sales tax in New Hampshire, and coincidentally, we have built three glorious cigar shops right over the border for your convenience. Take the pilgrimage to Two Guys Smoke Shop in tax-free New Hampshire or find us on the web at twoguyssmokeshop.com. We ship cigars everywhere and single cigars too. Two Guys Smoke Shop, it's stogie heaven. Hey, Sammy B here. Sammy B's Custom Carpentry. Foundation to finish and everything in between. Find a job I can't do. I dare you. At Sammy B's Custom Carpentry, I build everything myself. So you know it's American-made and built to last. I don't subcontract. I'm committed to getting a job, and I'm committed to finishing the job personally. Call for a brochure and references. 603-553-2345. If you can dream it, I can build it. Sammy B's 603-553-2345. Let me ask you a serious question. Do you like what you're doing for a living? Are you sick of being in the rat race, living life on other people's terms? Hi, this is Chuck Morrison from MakingMountainsMove.com, and I challenge you to take back control of your life and make mountains move to live the life that you were meant to live. If you have a dream, 
a burning desire but feel miles away from living it, I can help. You see, I used to be a stressed out corporate slave with time for everyone but me and my family until I made the decision to follow my heart and pursue my passion. Today, I'm living life on my terms and helping people achieve the same in record time. Look, you have a purpose to serve in this life and I can guarantee you it's not to be stuck inside of some job or some career that's sucking the life right out of you. It's time for you to take back control of your life. It's time for you to make mountains move. Take the first step today. Head on over to makingmountainsmove.com and sign up for my free number one secret to help you get out of your job and into your dream. It's time for you to make mountains move. Hi, I'm Mr. Jonathan, the owner and operator of MrJonathanIsMyDJ.com. MrJonathanIsMyDJ.com is your one-stop shop for everything DJ or sound production. We do everything from weddings to backyard barbecues, boat cruises to theme parties. Whether you are planning a small, intimate gathering or a huge 4,000-person event, we have a package to fit your needs. Shoot me an email at info at MrJonathanIsMyDJ.com or call me at 603-475-1391. That's 603-475-1391.